What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. And that's you. Yes, sir. I got money. And we are back in the building, man. Today, we got a great episode. This is going to be a follow-up episode from a series of uh, YouTube live streams that I did on this case. This is breaking news. We're going to break some news about the Trevor Bauer situation in which he was recently more or less exonerated and he's now able to speak in public about what went on behind closed doors. So yes, indeed. Yo, I'm saying, you know, this is radio Raheem back in here. Yo, 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 I had to change my name to stereo Shaheen, but yo, man, it doesn't make any difference. Sean, yo, I'm just about tired of this stuff out here. Sean, and that's the type of man that I am, Sean. And what I'm going to do, man, is I'm going to complain about content creators right here, Sean. All right? Content creators out here, you guys are out here, man, beefing with each other. You know what I noticed out here, Sean? Sean, you know what I noticed? I noticed that a lot of you guys are out here. You guys are tired, Sean. Word them up. Word is bond, Sean. And I come from the Bronx, New York, Sean, and Brooklyn 4th Avenue and 25th Ave, Sean. Harlem and Uptown, you know what I'm saying, represent, Sean. Step into the cypher, Sean, and roll a blunt. Roll that sticky icky, Sean. And so what I understood is that you content creators, man, you guys running around beefing with each other, Sean, instead of making videos about these 304, Sean, about the relationship, Sean. You guys are forgetting the teaching, Sean. And so y'all running around here. And I noticed it with, Sean. I noticed it with the people that are watching. You guys are worried about content creator beef, Sean. Instead of us coming out here and then talking about these 304, Sean. Yo, word is bomb, man, Sean. Yo, go back to the show. I'm tired of this, Sean. Word is bomb. You know what I mean? He wasn't even on his game today, but word bomb around here. Peace to the gods of the universe, Sean. And yo, Sean and Duns. What, what is the difference between a shun and a dun? All right, shout out to everybody, B. Shout out to everybody, B, around here. Shout out to everybody in New York and all of that, 25th Ave, all the way there, Brooklyn, Bedford, Stuyvesant over there, all of there, all of there from Benson Hearst and all of that. All right. Tony the Black Italian is around here anyway. <laughs> Tony the Black Italian is going to make a scene around this moment. All right, today, man, we're talking about we're talking about Trevor Bauer, and I followed up this case. We're going to go through the case a little bit with a fine-tooth comb, but uh, let me go ahead and pop something up on the screen, uh, just so you know. Um, let me see here. I got I to gotta fix this. Uh, Trevor Bauer, let's go ahead and report to the scene. I actually have some video of uh, what allegedly happened. I don't know if you guys want to show it. YouTube, hey, do me a favor. Uh, YouTube is still in the first 10 minutes, so they're probably watching. Hey, YouTube, pay attention. This video was released to me. I have it under authority that I can release this video. Um, this is the alleged video. It, only I have it. This is breaking news. Only I have it. Okay. Nobody else has this. So let me put up the disclaimer. Um, I got video, you know, through privilege here, Southern California privilege. Uh, let me do viewer discretion is advised. Viewer discretion is advised. We're going to show you video of what allegedly happened in the bedroom. All right. So um, without further ado, we're going to break this news. Uh, let's see what exactly type of thing, because allegedly he was, uh, you know, beating on her, right? 
Um, so let's go ahead and report right now. There it is right there. All right, from the top rope. Oh, my goodness. Look. Oh, boy, that looks. Oh, that looks brutal. Right right to the rib cage. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. My, I tell you, man. Yo, I tell you, man. Hey, whoever signed up for stuff like that. Hey, man, let me take this down. Let me take this down. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know what people do behind closed doors. That's what y'all do. That's that. That's y'all's people's business around here. That looked brutal, though. Damn, she asked for that? This is brutal here. Uh, Not to make fun of uh, domestic violation victims here, but obviously there was no violation uh, uh, domestically done. All right, and so if you guys don't know the story here, Trevor Bauer right here avoids charges in the assault case, and this is based on reports. And it said Bauer hadn't pitched since June. And so we'll go through the story. This is Trevor Bauer, the Dodgers pitcher, and – um. He got involved with what we call an apex predator here. And we'll talk about what an apex predator is. But a young woman uh, decided to go to his house on two occasions. That's day and night. Trevor said, I only think of you on two occasions. Yes, that's beat and up. <laughs> right? Uh, she went to Trevor Bauer's uh, house. There was text messages. She said she wanted to get put in the elbow drop, the, the, the people's elbow, the DDT. All right. She wanted to get uh, wrapped up in a schoolboy. Uh, she wanted to be perfect plexed. She wanted to be slingshot suplexed. She wanted to be superplexed. I mean, this is what's going on. All right. And so then she tried to later on come and say she was domestically violated and she thought maybe she could get a money grab. And you see her on the thumbnail. So now that uh, this, this report is out, you see her on the thumbnail. She's an apex predator. You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. And when we talk about apex predators, uh, this is not an offensive term. A lot of terms that I introduce, people automatically think they're offensive. An apex predator actually is a dangerous animal. <laughs> it actually is a compliment to many animals in nature, meaning, you know, they're out there. You know, they're the ones to watch out for. Uh, and sometimes these people are look like innocent victims or innocent people, and they come out and portray themselves to be innocent. Uh, but um, an apex predator is like if you in the in the world, in the world, apex predator right here, uh, you know, it's sort of a compliment. It means you're dangerous out here. It means you should be reckoned with. You should be taken with caution here. Uh, examples of apex predators, the Burmese python right there, uh, a tiger, a liger, a bald eagle, polar bear. All right, these are apex predators. The killer whale, well, orca, praying mantis makes it. The praying mantis makes the apex predator list. Oh, my goodness. What did I tell you, man? Who else made it? The Black Widow, Crocodile, Komodo Dragon, and last but not least, the wolf. All right? And, uh, you know, uh, the werewolf of London, allegedly. All right, so that's what an apex predator is in nature. I mean, they're top of the food chain. Sometimes someone is beautiful, and they will use that beauty to uh, basically manipulate you or get you in situations uh, where uh, you might expose yourself, you know, uh, what it is. And um, uh, here's a situation here. We'll go through this a little bit later. Uh, this accuser has allegedly had flings, <laughs> previous flings with San Diego Padre shortstop, allegedly, Fernando Tartis Jr. and the pitcher from the Padres, Michael Clevenger. So this story, gentlemen and ladies, this story basically confirms what I've been telling you. I've been telling you that game is dead. I've been telling you that these hoes are choosing. 
I've been telling you that these women can sit behind a screen before they clean in between their legs. They can come out and choose who they want. How many times have I been telling you? I've been like, guys, the, the, the three, the women are choosing now. I mean, they've been choosing since 2012. And this is why I say the game guys, their advice predates all of this. You're trying to talk to women that are already choosing. They're already choosing. They're willing to choose who they want. Now, when they're out in the uh in their in their um in their habitat, in their natural habitat, you guys feel the need that you're gonna approach them and run game on them. Man, come on, man. If these people feel like if a woman feels like she's attractive enough, she's gonna choose who she wants. All right, she's overwhelmingly gonna choose. You gotta get yourself around this thought. I got money. And so she's running the streets banging major league they used to call this in the minor leagues they used to call them uh road rats i believe they used to call them road rats i know they do in wrestling i think they call them rats in wrestling all right but in in the minor leagues they call women who do this a certain name i can't remember what it's called if you look up one of those major league baseball movies uh they'll say it but this <laughs> this woman literally running around banging out baseball players <laughs> God dang. All right, what do they call them? Uh slump slump busters, road rats. Um, guys, I'm telling you, man, I I want you guys to wake up. In the year 2030, you guys will be fully awake, but it'll be too late for many of you guys. Women are choosing. This is the year that this these are the years that women can choose, man. And so you're out here running game. I bet you guys would see this woman. And I know you guys are gonna say diss her and say she's ugly. Come on, man. She she ain't ugly like that. All right. She's she's a plain Jane. All right. But she's in the in, in the grand scheme of things in America. That girl right here. Let me see if I can pull her picture up. Uh, this girl right here is, you know, she she is the, you know, she she shows up in any bar, everybody hollering at her. Not her picture. You know, she's a Becky. She's a Becky. She a basic Becky. You know what I mean? But in, in the world of a, in the wide world of uh, America, the basic Becky is the that's who it is. That's who getting it out here. All right. And so she out here sucking off the whole major league baseball. And you out here running after strawberry shortcake, right? Strawberry, strawberry is the neighborhood. She a plain Jane and everybody's calling her fours and threes. But guess what? Guess who's smashing Chad Tyrone. So this this story basically confirms a lot of that, that I talk about, right? I talk about what? Chad and Tyrone has no, they have no limit. What you think is a four, Chad will come and smash. So Fernando Tatis, this is alleged. Fernando Tatis is, I mean, there's women after Tatis. There's, there's women coming after that guy. Pause. There's women always after them, Right? And he's smuggling, he's getting her to smuggle salami. Just think about it. I'm sure uh, a lot of other people smashed her too. Um, and he smashed other, other people, but she had enough clout. She had enough clout to get in Tatis's bedroom. So call her what you want. She's a four, plain Jane, basic Becky. She still got in his bedroom and a bunch of other major leaguers, right? And this goes to show you, again, women are choosing. Chad and Tyrone have no limit. They don't care what you really look like. They're going to smash, smash, smash. Easy layup. Easy layup. <laughs> or easy first base steal. Or easy single. Easy slap to left field. I don't know what you would call it in baseball terms. 
And so she has enough clout where the people she thinks she's a four or five or a basic Becky, she has enough clout to get in his bedroom. So what are the what are the more attractive women doing? The more attractive women are doing what? Making you pay for it. All right. And so Tatis is going, I don't want to pay for it. Trevor Bowers like, I don't want to pay for it. I don't have to pay for it. I'll go down and get these slump busters. <laughs> I'll get the road rats. That'll come easy, slow Tuesday. And then they'll let me do what I want to them. Call it what it is. So if we're going to say that woman is a four, okay, then you guys don't have no hope. You guys have, you guys have no hope out here. And so let's be correct. She's probably better than a four. If she's a four, there's no hope for you guys. None, zero. That means everybody, everybody below her is a three. I mean, three, two, and one. Oh boy. You guys have no chance. No chance in hell you've got. And so this story confirms a lot of stuff that I'm talking about that's going on here. Let me do some super chats and we'll get back into the show. Bobby Wilson says she hasn't showered and smells like a bag of onions. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. He says, but coach, I love onions. All right. Well, you know, (laughs) nasty boys got to love what they love. All right, Greg Smith says, protect your salami coach gang. Hey, man, as you rise, I mean, this is things that I have to consider here over the next couple of years. You know, should I continue to put in this work like this? I'm going to be a high value target. (laughs) I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. And I have to think about the interactions that I have out here with these, uh, with these, uh, what do we call them? Wild horses. With these apex predators. I really got to think about this, man. It's crazy. All right, it's crazy what's going on, man. Uh, a little bit of clout chasing can go a long way. Mimic the second says the F-35 that crashed um, that China is going to recover and steal our technology. First female pilot, F-35. Wow. Oh, no. I don't. I didn't know anything about that story. So there's allegedly a crash, uh, a F-35 pilot, F-35 crash near China. Let me look this up real real fast. The Pentagon says new leak, uh, newly leaked video showing F-35 crashed in flames on aircraft carrier and um, on the USS Carl Vinson. And uh, we're reporting that allegedly there's seven people injured. Did she die? We're reporting that this is a female pilot. Oh, boy. Can't wait to the movies. Oh, man, she couldn't park it. Oh, no, people, man, the women are going to be mad as hell. Let's see if this, let's see if the article even mentions that real quick. They're going to be mad as hell about this, because, look, if she would have landed it, everybody would have called her a hero. We don't need another hero. All right, let's see if I can find the pilot. Let's see if I can find her picture. Oh, they mad. See, look, you can't be mad. Look, you got hey man in life. You got to learn how to take L's. You got to learn how to take L's. A lot of people don't want to take L's, right? Uh, So, you know, and I always criticize, you know, pro-blacks don't want to take L's. Feminists don't want to take L's. See, they're not mentioning. I don't see a picture of her at all. I don't see a picture of her at all. So we can't confirm yet. That's only one person. Can't confirm. (laughs) Right? Can't confirm yet. Be Real Mahogany, salute to the real MVP. You, coach. And that's you. Someone on his legal team must have listened to your presentation that day just to serve. Oh yeah, well, they tried to get a um they tried to get a um an an order uh order of uh protection against him didn't work out. Then they tried to pursue criminal charges against him, didn't work out. Mm. Praise the Lord. 
All right. And what should we do with false accusers? This is getting out of hand. This is getting out of hand. We should do something to false accusers. All right. Maryland guy, 0326. Shout out to you. Old dog says, is that junior college covering the weather? All right. Um, I didn't see it. I clipped out, so I don't know what happened. Uh, let's see what you could be talking about here. Let's take a look at the live footage of the weather potentially or what happened in Trevor Bauer's bedroom. Let's see. Oh, man, from the top rope, Trevor Bauer. Oh, let's see. Was she laying down? Oh, she's laying on her back, too. Oh, man. Oh, he's going to hook the leg. Oh, man, that's just awful. That's awful to look at. Trevor Bauer, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself here, right? This is just ridiculous. <laughs> All right, I don't, I don't, you know, what I do here, I don't tell you guys to engage in stuff like that, although some of you guys are very vanilla. And you women are very vanilla, but you think these women are vanilla and they're not. You'd be surprised what people will do around Chad's and Tyrone's, what they'll say. I've always wanted somebody to do this. And you looking at her like, Lord, have mercy. Does your mama know about this? <laughs> Does your mama know you talk like this? <laughs> have y'all ever had that happen? Have y'all ever had that happen? Somebody come over and they looking all innocent. They looking like a school librarian or a schoolgirl. They're all, yeah, you know, uh-huh. Oh, a little bit. And then they start acting like, you're like, boy, where, where, where would you learn something like this, young lady? <laughs> you nasty. All right, open up. <laughs> Goodness, you nasty, I see. All right, down the gullet, I see. Hey, I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm glad I didn't have to bring it up. You did. All right. So here we go. I see I'm dragging again. Oh, they getting me. All right. You see they freezing me up, huh? You see they doing me, they doing me dirty. Oh, this is cold-blooded. All right. So I'm going to have to go off screen like this, right? They doing me dirty again. It popped up again, man. Oh, all right. That's cold-blooded. They got me, they got me lacking, lacking again. All right, so let's get serious now. They're watching. <laughs> let's get serious now. They're watching. All right, uh, let me see if I can get a couple more Super Chats. DGC Moore says, uh, peace to the gods of the earth. Hit them with the mathematics. Coach, man, you better start studying your mathematics, man. Four and five. You put four and five together, that's 10. Step into the cipher, Sean. All right, step into the cipher. If you put nines and zeros, you ever hear people talk that mathematics stuff, man? I'll be confused. I'll be like, oh, what? Numerology, guys, I don't, I can't keep up. You know, 33 plus 3 is 3 and 3 thirds. And then that means I'll be like, and 3 represents the gods. And throw 4 represents this. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I can't keep up with mathematics. I can't keep up with the mathematic brothers, man. Shout out to the mathematics. <laughs> if y'all don't know the mathematic brothers, y'all missing out in the world, dude. David G says, hey, coach, I just was just watching your old Jezebel uh, video. He says, must have been a couple of years ago. He says, were you a teenager? Damn, your voice hella deep now. And that's back then. Guys, that was less than, uh, no, man, that might have been a year and a half ago. You see, I was all skinny, too. <laughs> it was basically a year and a half ago. I was in good shape. I think, I think at the time I was still doing training full time. Right? So I was still training full time and still doing, um, Still doing this. So I was in good shape. I was moving around. Go to my main channel. I'm um um I um I put the I'm putting more videos over there. So I put a video up that I recorded a year and a half ago. Bruh, I look like I was like 
what? I was like, what is going on? All right, why I look so skinny? All right, I got on some TRT. That's what it is. That's what I get. I got on some steroids or something. I got old. You see, I you see how fast I aged. That was a year and a half ago. That was C not yeah. That was me coming going into COVID. And then I'm thick now. What happened? I was looking all skinny and cracked out. I was like, what? Oh, I'm eating good. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm eating good now. Yeah, bro. You should see my stomach now. All right. I've been doing push-ups, taking trend. What did they say? Trent eat, uh, eat clean. What did they say? Eat clean. Trent hard. <laughs> All right. That's what I've been doing. I've been on them steroids. All right. And Kaylee's don't care, man. Great. Kaylee's don't care, man. They like, oh, you got a beard and a pot belly. Oh, we in. Hey, you guys. Oh, eat clean. Trent hard. <laughs> yeah. And, and never, and never give up. Yeah, that's me. Hey, you know what? I'm trying to tell you guys, Kaylee's don't care. As long as you say, I got money. And they be feeling my beard. Hey, I'm going to tell you, grow a beard. All right. The ladies secretly love beards. All right. I will not, I'm trying to be not graphic, but they like to touch, tug on your beard when you're close to them. I'm trying, I don't want to be all the way, but they like to be feeling your beard while. I'll just leave it there. And then if you got a bear, uh, you got a little beer belly, you don't need got no six pack. They like, oh, you got a little old man belly too. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Robin Walker says we love it. Hey man, when you're close to them, meaning you're on them, they like to tug on your beard. They like they be rubbing it. They be in heaven. They be like, Daddy. You ain't, I'm telling you, man, it, it, a lot of people be like, you old man, you gray beard old grandpa. They love it. They they love it. Yeah, it's some fetish-ish. <laughs> you be like, all the stuff they tell you not to do, do it. I always tell you guys, hold on, let me come up and see if I can get my camera back. Whatever they tell you not to do, do it. All right. Oh, you need six-pack abs. You ain't got no, get a little bit. You don't have to have a perfect tummy. You don't have to have a perfect stomach, guys. All right? Don't think you have to have a six-pack. All right? Get a little facial hair, gray. They be, them girls be like, Daddy. <laughs> Daddy, is that you? It, it's So forget all that. Hey, I was out here jump roping and skip roping and all of that. Forget that. I'm out here shooting stuff into my arms and all kind of stuff. I'm digging, uh, forget that, man. I'm getting fat. Forget it. I'm chilling. <laughs> I got the beard. I got the beard, man. Hey, I got the beard working for me. They be loving the beard. Now, there's some women that don't like the beard, but they like the beard. Trust me. Robin told you. Robin told you. They be like, the great, I don't know. Dude, you guys got to do your homework. <laughs> and shout out to the Houston, Texas, who hired me as their football coach the other day. I'll be coaching the Houston Texans this year. <laughs> he says, Coach Comfy, I'm about to put my feet up. I'm going to be like this doing streams. Hey, y'all going to come in next year. I'm going to be like, what's going on, everybody? It's Coach Greg Adams back in here. Stomach hanging all on the table like, yeah, man, yo, you chilling? Send them super chats. I need some food. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway, I'm hungry around here. 
Let's get in here. Oh, let's do the story. I know people who normally don't come to this. They're like, what the hell is this, man? Who is this guy? Get to the reporting. Hey, it's a podcast. We have a thing over here. Uh, let's get to the show. All right. Without further ado, uh, let's get to the what happened here. You guys know the Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer aborting. He today he avoided charges in the assault case. They used to call it a sexual assault case. It definitely was not a sexual assault. Um, let's give you the down low of what happened right here. And um, let me see if I can go back. So here's how the story goes. So this woman you saw in the thumbnail here. Uh, and here, this is her. And uh, she's sending photos of herself and she says she wants pain. So basically he meets her on Instagram. He meets her on Instagram. Remember, they're choosing, gentlemen. Don't listen to these guys telling you that you need to be out here choosing. If you ain't getting chose on right now, you in line. You're in line, bro. You're in line, okay? If she choosing on you, you still in line. But allegedly, she met him on Instagram, and then she he invited her up to from San Diego to Pasadena. And all she had to do was tag him in an Instagram story. That's how she got his attention. She tagged him in an Instagram story. He said, hey, yo, I see you choosing. And then he said, come up to my spot in Pasadena. Now, if you don't know anything about uh, Southern California, Pasadena and San Diego are about, it's probably going to be a two and a half, no, probably about a three-hour Three and a half hour drive. Okay, if it's a weekday, we talk maybe five hours. All right, it's a horrible drive. But this girl came running out there. She ran right on out there, and uh, they sent text messages on the two dates. So let's go back here. The text messages said, uh, "Let's click right here." And um, here it is, right here. They're talking about socks, ladies. No socks when you come to the crib. All right, that's a rule. You're gonna get kicked out. And so right here, she says, uh, right here, the pink socks stay on while cuddling. And he says, he's in the blue. Yes, ma'am, whatever you want, kissy face, but off when it's time to choke me out. He, She says this right here, but I'm taking the pink socks off when it's time to choke me out. Thanks, you are the best. And then he says, you want to go out? Mm. Now, not often do a woman tell you she want to do some freaky stuff, but when it happens, you're like, okay. All right. And he, she says, see, which in Southern California, that means yes. <laughs> and she said that was a game changer because she, she already went to his house the first time and almost got choked out. He says, tell me more. She says, never been more turned on in my life. Give me all the pain. Roar. <laughs> this is what she says. Give me all the pain. And he says, really? When you were going out. And, or when you woke up, she says going out. So he choked her out. He, he did whatever they did. And uh, continuing on with the text messages, she says, now that I know what it feels like to wake up from, uh, from up it, she meant from wake up from it, though I'll probably feel just as good to wake up from that. He says, God, you just turned me on so much. She says, mission accomplished. Now he's like, hey, I got a good one. Now I just want my arm around your neck from behind. She says, do it harder. Kissy face. So this is her consenting to being punished. Uh, let's go ahead and review the film. Uh, she's consenting to something that looks similar to this right here. All right, right there. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, if you are against abuse, uh, this is the person. 
Uh, and then she says, yes, ma'am. What else does mommy want? She says, hmm, a couple of slaps in there and then another handprint on my ass. Then for Poppy to tell me whatever else he wants. And he says, slap, slaps in the face or she says, yes, yes, yes. All right. And then I uh, says, what else do, wait, do you even know what pain is? And then she sends a picture. I don't know what the picture she sends. All right, continuing on here. And then she says, I don't know, try me. <laughs> she said, I don't know, try me. All right, that's what it looks like right there. Try anything, all right? And then he says, well, you have, wait, you'd have to be here for me to show you. And then she says, I'll be in LA Tuesday and Wednesday. And then he says, uh, I got plans. Now, just so you know, he's in the middle of his baseball season. Not in the middle. He's just starting his baseball season. He had pitched two, three, four, maybe five games or something like that. All right. So he had pitched a couple of games. And then he says, oh, I have plans already. F my life. Of course, he had plans. He's pitching for the Dodgers. And then she says, no bueno. All right. Um, As you can see here, would tonight be a no-go for you as well? And he says, yeah, unfortunately, have someone have someone in town. So he had another 304 in town. Now, a day goes by and she says, good effing win. So she's paying attention to his baseball stuff. And then he says, effing needed that one. So happy for you. Next day, hey, thanks. And she says, do it again tonight. I'll be at the game on Friday. So she coming to the game. And then she says, oh, yeah, why? My cousin lives in L.A. and I should be fine, blah, blah, blah. He says, well, I'm pitching Saturday or I'll have to come have you come over after. All right. There's some more text messages here uh, that that talks about the next the next phase of it. Oh, uh, those text messages are missing, allegedly. Uh, let's see. OK, so. Oh, here they are. Right. Oh, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Uh, let's see here. Yes, those are all the text messages I have. There's some other text messages that came out. So anyway, what proceeded to happen then is that um, that's Trevor Bauer. We'll get to him in a second. What proceeded to happen then is after the second time. So she came back. So you heard about the first incident. They were reviewing it. The second time she said she got into these damages right here, as you can see. All right, on here. She took the pictures. And what happened was she was texting her, I think, a, a male friend, probably um, Zoe's friend from the Skittles community. All right, and she was um, she was texting that per person, and then she sent that person the pictures, and he was like, what happened? What did you do? I think it was her cousin. What happened? Who did that to you? And she said, Trevor Bauer of the Dodgers. She said, I asked for it, but he went a little too far. So the cousin pushed her to go to the police. And she went to the police saying, hey, uh, you know, things got a little out of hand and uh, he was elbow dropping me like crazy. All right. And so at that point, she filed a domestic violence claim. She filed a domestic violence claim. Now, at that point, Trevor Bauer gets suspended from the Dodgers. He's pulled out of the rotation. He's got a legal. I, I think for a while, Dodgers didn't wouldn't comment. I think he started to play a little bit, but then they finally was like, nah, you got to sit down. Okay. But they never released him. And the reason why is he has a major contract. I think he's going to get between 32 and $47 million here. So he just signed with the Dodgers this year. So this was his first year. So anyway, um, what happened then is when they went to court for the domestic violence hearing, the female judge 
threw it out. She needed, she was trying to get a restraining order or an order of protection from Trevor Bauer. Now, Trevor Bauer was not trying to do anything. He was not trying to get with her. So the order of protection made no sense. He was not trying to contact her. He was not trying to get her back to beat on her anymore or do whatever they were doing. He was like, get go away. But she pushed it and filed because the cousin said she played the victim. She went in there and the female judge threw it out and said, honey, you asked for it. You have to. This is why he saved the screenshots, save your text messages. He saved the text messages to prove she was asking for all of the pain. Remember, I read them out. So that's where we are. And then eventually, since it got thrown out, they had to criminally prosecute Trevor Bauer for this to have a criminal case. So this is where it ended then. And what happened was people were taking shots at Trevor Bauer saying she, like literally this article was like, she couldn't have consented. All right, but it says Bauer's defense says the text message proves her consent. But since people were talking about consent, they were like, well, she got knocked out. She couldn't prove consent. All right. And these legal experts were trying to make him out to be the demon. Also, although later on, they were like editors note an earlier version of the story stated Trevor Bauer's victim suffered a, a basalier skull fracture. Since publication, Bauer's representative shared documents showing a fracture was suspected, but not found during the CAT scan or the CT scan. All right. The story has been updated to reflect that. So everybody went with the court of public opinion thing. Okay, that she had skull fractures, but then Bauer's representative showed the documentation. She didn't have no skull fracture. She didn't have no skull fracture. She was lying, and they were lying in the court of public opinion. So now they had a sexual assault case. It goes to a criminal case, and then in the process, she she does two things that are suspect. She does two things that are suspect. Suspect thing number one is that during all of this, she's on social media saying. I'm in his head. I think he's trying to pitch or something like that. And she's like, hey, I'm in his head. So she's bragging that she's distracting him. Not, oh, he shouldn't be pitching. I'm a victim, blah, blah, blah. They need to take care of it. No, she's bragging on social media that she's in his head. The second thing that happens, because they're, his attorneys are working double time, because she's on demon time, in the filings, she had to admit, and we're not slut shaming here, she had to admit that she been a person, an apex predator, banging out other major league baseball players. Meaning she wants a high value man. Meaning she's specifically targeting men like this. Now, I don't know if you know, you might believe it's extremely rare for a woman to be a regular Becky or a regular woman and have three flings with three professional athletes. But this is not a rare case. There are some women out here that are out there doing this. I know some in my area because in my area, we have the Los Angeles Chargers that live near us. All right. So the Los Angeles Chargers live here because there are practice facilities in our near our area. As such, there are women that be at the there's a place where they live. A lot of them live there part time. They be at them Chargers football players cribs. Rotating. <laughs> rotating them and so we remember guys these are the things that go um that you never hear about so let's take let's say for instance let's say for instance let's pull her back up this is all alleged by the way we're just reporting oh uh, i don't have the picture of her 
But you would go on a date with her. You go on a Tinder date. You would meet her. You would never hear she out there banging three, four baseball players and basketball players. You wouldn't hear about it. But that's what they're doing. They're choosing. Remember, the body count don't count. Those professional athletes don't count. Outside the area code don't count. But then when you have to prove who they've been sleeping with, and they have to admit it, here it is right here. She's smashing Fernando Tatis in the picture, Michael Clevenger, allegedly, 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 and confirmed Trevor Bauer. Imagine if people had to literally lay their body count out. Okay. And they call her accuser. Miss Hills testifies for the second time Tuesday, claiming she's terrified and living in fear of the Dodger pitcher. Nope. All right. Under cross-examination from her attorney, uh, after confessing to earlier flings with uh, Tatis and Clevenger, she had to confess. She had to confess she out here in these streets. In these streets. I'm telling you, man, it's a horrible thing, especially if you're in like Southern Cal and New York. And you have celebrities around you. See, we have celebrities around us everywhere. Um, um, she is seeking to extend her restraining order. Oh, I guess she got a restraining order for five years. Why? He ain't trying to get after her. I feel so much. Uh, I, I fear so much him contacting me or threatening me. I don't want to hear that he's going to come after me in San Diego. Oh, boy. Why would he do that? <laughs> like, literally, why do you do that? On Monday, he'll take the stand detailing how he allegedly choked her unconscious and had put the banana in the tailpipe uh, with her. Uh, with her, Oh, she put the banana in the tailpipe without her consent. She literally asked for it. Bowers' lawyer said that he encouraged, he was encouraged to believe that she enjoyed the first session because of her text message telling him to choke me out and give me all the pain. Hill told the court she returned for the second encounter because she was anxious to see him again after she was. Allegedly, he to put the banana in the tailpipe without consent and then claimed, quote, I was just telling him what he wanted to hear. <laughs> oh, <laughs> guys, where's the game coaches at? Sheesh. Hey, this is called removing accountability. They literally will walk you down this path. This is what an apex predator does. They walk you down the path and then they want to take it all back. Well, you know, I was scared and. Wowzers. Bauer uh, bid to have his restraining order against her lifted was denied on Monday. Okay, so they did have give her a restraining order. Bauer denied the allegations, claiming the woman willingly participated in rough SEX, uh, which was wholly consensual, and he has not been charged with a crime. So that was as of, um, according to the Daily Mail, that was August 2021. And as of today, as of today, your boy is vindicated. No charges. No charges. The jury, everybody else saw through this. It says right here, he will avoid charges after an investigation into domestic violation, alleged uh, allegations from last year. Uh, the L.A. County District Attorney's Office decided not to charge Bauer after reviewing messages between the pitcher and the accuser. The Pasadena Police Department investigated in the transcript of a civil hearing last summer, the L.A. Times reported. It says the two uh, sexual encounters between Bauer and the San Diego woman last from last spring were under the spotlight in the case. Bauer was not charged after an investigation into the first encounter, and there was reportedly not enough evidence to prove that Bauer committed a crime in May either. The Major League Baseball is still investigating the incident. Bauer could face a suspension to start the 2022 season, which ain't going to start anyway, so who cares? All right, 
Um, it says right here, Bauer was placed on administrative leave after the allegations first surfaced while he signed a lucrative deal with the Dodgers before the season of 2021. He appeared in only 17 games. He last pitched in June 28th before being placed on leave. All right. He was initially accused of choking and we got all of that. So anyway, after a four day hearing, Judge Diana Galt Saltman found that based on the allegation, alleged victim's testimony, Bauer followed boundaries. The woman set. The judge determined that Bauer couldn't couldn't know boundaries that women didn't express. The woman didn't express. All right. So the judge is like, throw that ish out. She asked for it. Okay. And so this is why you save your text messages. This is why I'm telling you to be hyper vigilant out here. This is why I'm always telling you to be hyper vigilant. Because if you don't, if you don't, this is the type of goofy, goofy stuff that'll happen. This will be a short stream today. Simon Small, thank you, brother. Appreciate you for being here. Jim Sound, what did you say? He says, hey, Coach, Brandon wants to hand out crack pipes to the community to support equality. Give him the circus music. Oh, boy. I told you to do Biden. Man, no Jim Crow Joe. Jim Crow Joe. All right. <laughs> he loves uh, just being reckless in the community. You know, thank you. Link says, uh, Coach, can you make the no chance WWE won your soundbite or the Vince McMahon uh, or with Vince McMahon? Hey, shout out to you and the gang. Keep up the fire of truth. I can't do those. Some things are really copywritten. If you, if you just play two seconds of it, they pick it up. Young and retired, no cap. Traffic jam started with XX drivers. We put, he says, now we put them in F-35s. I be hating driving past people. And I look and I'm like, what the hell are y'all doing on the road? Some people, I don't, they don't belong on the road at all. Reachman, Texas, make coach 200K again. Hold Biden 2024. Nope. He, he's not running again. He will not run again. I tell you that right now. He is not going to run. I mean, he's going to get trampled if he runs because people fell for the okie doke the first time. I'll be damned that they fall for it this time. People woke the hell up. All right. I, I'm under the impression, this is me speaking from 2030. Uh, they don't win the, they don't win 2024. I mean, they're gonna have to cheat their ass off. Like literally, it's that no, I'm just like um, they had to cheat and it was still close. <laughs> you know, well, allegedly cheat. Alleged this is alleged. <laughs> this is allegedly. I'm not saying that there was any fraud in the case. YouTube don't like that, but they don't, he don't win 2024. He ain't, there's no way in hell. All right. There's no way in hell. They, we, we, we're, we have to say alleged. There, there was allegations of tampering of machines and whatnot. Allegations. Anyway, I'll run in 2024, but yeah, Biden, Biden, it's a rapsky. It's a rapsky. And the Democrats are scrambling now, but Nancy Pelosi will be, you know, one foot in the grave. And if not two, it'll be a rapsky for her. Um, Joe Biden might be a foot in, if not two. Kamala Harris is no hope. She can't run. She can't run a lap. I mean, they're 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 kind of in trouble. They're gonna have to pull up another candidate. He said, "Did they wake up? They're gonna have to pull another candidate, a rabbit out their hat, or something, because he ain't surviving this one. I mean, he'll survive this term most likely, but he ain't he, he ain't gonna campaign again. There ain't no way. But the damage is done. 
the damage is done. AOC will probably be age-wise to be able to run here, but they're going to have to pull the rabbit out of the hat. All right. Jordan Arzu says, Coach, thank you again for your wisdom. I was planning a trip out of the country until I found out that my passport had been revoked through the balance of my arrears, buzzer, and the price is wrong. 100%, guys, the child support is real. Uh, child support is real. Uh, so people thought that, um, um, like, if you have a passport, that child support can't, um, the child support can't take it away once you have it. I said, no. They'll revoke your passport and have your ass sitting at the airport because I don't know if you know how it works. Let's just say, let's just say you're going from, you know, let's just use the Dominican Republic. All right. You fly in from wherever you are, you fly to Miami. Then you take a puddle jumper over to the Dominican. It's a little bit bigger than a puddle jumper, but you take the, the puddle jumper over. Uh, many times you won't discover you can't get in until you're at the at the passport. Well, I don't know what they call it. Until you're there trying to get your stamps to get in. Like you're literally in the Dominican. They have to turn your ass around and send you back. <laughs> Goodness. All right. So you better check the status on your passport if you're on child support. Because they might they'll cancel your stuff and don't send you a letter. Customs, yes. You're at customs and you're like, oh. Uh, I got to go back. Send your ass back. Get back. Get back. Get back. You don't know me like that. They will revoke your privileges. And um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Child support's no joke. Zero fallout says, here's something for the food fund. Next year, you can get your gut. Uh, You can use your gut as the dinner tray and, or slap it on her back for sure. It's going to be crazy by next year. I'm going to be on my... <laughs> Y'all going to look at me as like, coach was in shape. He lost it. Not nah, never that. Never that. They're going to deport your ass back. Somebody said that happened to your coworker. Somebody just told me a story of a, a family. They were went, they were going to, I can't remember where they were going. Turks and Caicos or something. And um, they were going on like, I can't remember if it was winter break, spring break. I can't remember, but they were going and they flew all the way to Miami and then the mom realized that she forgot the passports. She forgot everybody's passport. She forgot her husband's passport. She forgot the passports back in California. So they couldn't go. They had to stay in Miami. I was like, damn. You know they was mad at her ass, bro. You know they was mad. They was looking at mom. You had one job. You had one job. Oh, man. Uh, Greg T-Man says, Eddie Murphy's purple suit. Uh, comedy show back in the 80s. Been warning us about 304s. 100%. I don't know why you guys keep coming after me. Not you guys. We get great support for this show. I don't know why people don't really want this information that I give you. I know it could be a little dark. I know. I mean, what do you want me to do? Give you the positive side? <laughs> give you the positive side to these things? You guys are really chasing waterfalls. Trevor Nader says, now you know Columbus, Ohio got the most beautiful females in the country. LOL. Just kidding, Coach. Thanks for all that you do. Shout out to Columbus, Ohio, home of the snow cow. Man, I'm going to tell you, bro, if you want some other than that, the Ohio State University. The Ohio State University, yes. But outside of that, you know, you be in the country real fast. 
those Midwestern cities, man, you know, now that it's a short show, we're going to diss cities. Those Midwestern cities, they think they're like real cities. You know what I mean? <laughs> Midwestern cities be out here. Yeah, man, we got a real city here. Columbus, Ohio, you know, rank number, what is Columbus, Ohio? 13th populated city in the country. Let me see something here. Columbus, Ohio, rank city. They're like, we got technology here. We got hospitals and we got schools. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. Rank uh, population. I think it's pretty good. It has a good population in Columbus, Ohio, I believe. Uh, they are ranked number uh, 14. They're ranked number 14, man. Look at them. That's a big city. They got they got all of 900,000 people there. Shout out to the Columbus, Ohio, bro. Shout out to them, man. The second most popular city in the Midwest after Chicago. Boy, they in the big leagues now. They swing into the fence. The problem is they ain't got no basketball team. I mean, they ain't even got no damn football team there. I mean, even Cleveland and Cincinnati got that. And why Columbus don't have nothing? They got a hockey team. Y'all ain't got no baseball, football, or basketball there. Come on, man. How you going to be the 14th ranks? I'm not hearing nothing about no damn Columbus, Ohio. I always try to big up Columbus, Ohio. And then when y'all get to Columbus, Ohio, you drive out 20 miles. All you see is those uh, silos and snow cows out here. <laughs> you ain't in the big leagues. I've been telling you Columbus ain't been in the big leagues in a minute. I've been to Columbus, Ohio. The Columbus Mud Sharks. That's all they need. Hey, their population uh, is 900,000. Uh, uh, 200,000 is Ohio State University. And the professors. Somebody going buck wild in my kitchen right now, I see. Um, Columbus, Ohio. Let me show you a picture of Columbus, Ohio. I'm going to pull it up right here. I'm going to pull it up here. Let me see here. I'm going to pull up Columbus, Ohio, 20 miles outside of Columbus, Ohio. Let me see here. I'm going to pull it up right here. Let me show you. Let me show you what the most, because they try to show you the picture of that dirty-ass river. Let me show you. Let me show you what Columbus, Ohio looked like when you get outside the city. All right, let me show you right here. I'm gonna pull it up. Hold on for a second. I gotta pull up. So I gotta do my work. We gonna rank on people. Here it is, right there, right there. That's where you see it, right there. All right. Soon as you get onto the outside, is outskirts of the city. That's where you get right there. That's Columbus, Ohio. Right there. Country. Moo. <laughs> All right, yeah, bro. They be like, Colombo, we got stuff going on out here. <laughs> Moo. And that ain't even just the, the, the women ain't even out. Not even the snow cows, bro. Not even, there's, there's not even snow cow season out there. Columbus, Ohio. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Columbus. Shout out to Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> oh, boy. I tell you, man, they try to put this big, they try to put this city out here. Look, look at this dirty ass river. Oh, look at us. We big over here. Look at this river. Look at this. Duck. Hey, mud. you can go mud bogging in there, bro. Like, look at that. Bro. Oh, my God. Come on, man. This y'all city. Let me see something. Oh, it look a little cleaner now. That must have been after winter. Look at Columbus, Ohio, bro. Like what? Do, what can you do in Columbus, Ohio? I just want to know. 
Like, what do y'all be doing, man? Can somebody tell me what can you do in Columbus, Ohio? Look at look. Oh, we got outdoor activity. We can jog. Where, what can y'all do, man? What, what, like, what do y'all do on a normal day? <laughs> Columbus, Ohio people, man, they mad as hell right now. Why are you doing me like that? What is y'all like? What do y'all do on a y'all? Y'all go hogging, beer crawling downtown. Is four is four bars downtown? What else? Corn festival. Y'all got to be bored as hell. Y'all wake up in Columbus, Ohio. Like. Y'all wait till the sun go down. Y'all be like, damn. See, Columbus, Ohio, he said meth. <laughs> That's meth up. Like Columbus, Ohio is a farm town, right? So before, you know, you could wake up early in the morning with the roosters. And then you go out there and, you know, you make, milk the cows and collect some eggs from the chicken. But now it's a city. You know what I mean? And so, like, you wake up, ain't nothing to do. You be like. Five o'clock, you just waiting for the sun to go down. You're dreading the sun going down. You're like, oh boy, I'm gonna be bored as hell. <laughs> oh man, gotta hit that aquarium in the zoo. All right, we going to the zoo, the Columbus Zoo. You don't gotta go far to find the Columbus Zoo. There's a bunch of snow cows everywhere. You can just be standing outside. What's going on in Columbus? Man, I tell you. Are there any other miserable cities? Uh, Porgy Jr. says, what's up, coach? Run game, end up like Trevor, and we don't have Trevor money. It's not a game. 100%. Yep, you run game. Like, just say, for instance, you were. <laughs> oh, they out there banging 10s, too. Yeah, man, I get the top girls in Columbus, Ohio. Like, the Columbus, Ohio, top girls in Columbus, bro. Oh, uh, but, um. Uh, we tell you guys, what if you're not Trevor Bauer? What if you don't have a defense attorney? Man, you'll be in jail. You'll be in jail behind one of these straggle daggles. Kane Owen says, Pro Sports Hollywood share the same, I believe, uh, P. He says, she's on the circuit, CGA, hashtag status quo, 100%. Like, if you live in L.A., Miami, if you live in one of these towns, by the time you come down uh, with the women that you get, because I've 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 asked, you know, I asked kind of like, you know, and a woman to be like, oh yeah, you know, I, uh, you know, I, my friends, you know, uh, is I'm a rat like this one lady I remember I was dating. She looked like Nicole Simpson, right? And so she's sitting up there talking about, um, she talking about, I guess she had a daughter or something. I can't remember what it was, and um. She used to hang out. I don't know who it was. What rapper was it? It was like ASAP Rocky. It was like a rapper like that. Hold on for a second. I'll look up who the rapper was. And this is all a legend, by the way. She was like, oh, do you know this rapper? And I was like, yeah. It, of course, they lived in the San Fernando Valley. So there's a lot of celebrities there. He was like, oh, he comes over to my house. He's so nice. He comes over to your house. But what, what does he do over there? Oh, you know, we just hang out. He's such a good friend. Let me see if I can find out who that rapper was. I was like, this sounds, so, but being from LA, I knew I was like, oh, she's smashing. She smashed. Let's see if I can find out who it was. Uh, it wasn't ASAP Rocky. It was like a guy similar to that. Uh, let's see here. I can't remember who it was. Let's see who it was. Like he was on my playlist and then she just so happened to mention that he was over there. Dang, what is his name? 
You know I'm bad with names. Let me see if I can find. Let me see if I can find it. Like he was on my playlist one time. Somebody going to name him. No, I wasn't an ASAP guy. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can find it. And I was like, it was like odd that it came up. I was like, what? Who? Oh, I was like, you hanging out with him? It didn't even make sense. But the only sense that it made that he was at her crib, he was smashing it out. Let me see if I can go to what list would it have been on. I can't remember. Now y'all going to be like, who was it? And what, you, what I want, uh, it wasn't Travis Scott. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, and a lot of you guys, a lot of you guys got to know these rappers that you see out in the uh, in the real world and you think they're hanging out with black women and all that stuff. If they're in L.A. and they're in their San Fernando Valley, they're with white women more likely than not. It wasn't Little Baby. It wasn't any of those guys. I see who you're naming, but it wasn't any of those guys. Now that we have time here, let me see here. Damn, I'm trying to see who the heck. Where, where's the list? Y'all going to be like, you couldn't remember his name, coach? Like, what the hell? Let's see. Uh, I'm going to name him, and he could be like, hey, man, don't throw my business out in these streets. This is a legend. No, it wasn't him. No, it wasn't Little Yachty. It wasn't Tigger. It wasn't all them. He said, do you blame him? I don't. I don't. I mean, but that's, oh, that's what somebody named him. Somebody named him. That's who it is. Sparked up aware. Got it. Sparked up and aware named him. That's who it was right there. Sparked up. and I'm not going to say it live and I'm not putting people's business out there. Sparked up and aware named it. He said, damn coach, you really can't name, remember a name to save your life. I can't, I can't remember names, but that was the guy right there. Sparked up and aware said it. Anyway, this is all allegedly. <laughs> this is all alleged. But uh that that his name came up and I was with her. Like she came to the crib and it was like, what? But I know what that means. You know what I mean? I know what I I I know what it means. When they're like, oh, he comes over and hangs out all the time. I was like, <laughs> uh anyway. Uh yeah, yeah, Keita, appreciate you, coach. Yeah, yeah, Keita, appreciate you, coach. Shout out to you. Uh, but Tr Patrick Horton says, heard a funny phrase yesterday calling men dating overseas the great migration. Another example of cause and effect, the risk of dating American women to your personal brand is so high that it causes men to adjust course. And we're literally going, um, we're literally going, we're trying to find a way. This is why you're seeing all these guys like, they have the Zoom to Thailand. His his page is becoming popular. He's going to send men over to Thailand like crazy. You have the guys like Black BMT, Black Men Travel. They're sending guys over there uh, to the Dominican and Colombia and all of this stuff. And, like, can you blame American men? I mean, the stuff we have to put up with, the stuff we have to put up with here trying to date is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. So I don't blame guys for exploring ways. Like I have my whole thing, free agent lifestyle, and I got the little seeking thing. You know what I mean? I'm like, and then other guys are saying they're running game. Can you blame men in America? Men in America are. He said those guys going to be disappointed. American women, you have dug yourself 
a big, you have done yourself a major disservice. Now, let me just say this. There are real victims out here, unfortunately, of all kinds of crimes, but the entitlement and the allegations and the false allegations, inability to prove, um, it, it's going beyond to a point like, how do, we, why do we even, what are we even doing? Why are we even trying? <laughs> and the African-American community is done. You heard it here first. You didn't hear it here first. Borat, Borat says, uh, I was tired of being chased. Guys, I'm, uh, the community is done. I mean, there's no recovery. I'm sorry for uh, Umar, Dr. Umar Johnson. I don't have any beef. Mehmet the second says, can't get an official red passport from government travel because if you owe child support. And he says, I had have soldiers that couldn't take overseas orders because of it. That's crazy. That's crazy. And Dr. Umar, um, it, it's a it's a wrap for the community. There's no recovery from this. Uh, the the bomb of it was the feminist movement was it. I know, and you know, there's still going to be black people that marry black people and all that stuff. Like if you live in Mississippi and Alabama, you have no choice. You can't be running around there with no mud bogging, you know, pog. You can't do that, you know, in Alabama. But we're it's done there. It's the, there's no recovering from this. I'm just letting you know, as an expert that has studied this, you would literally have to get generations of people on board. I mean, just look at what's happening. Like, take a guy like Ricky Smiley, and he's a kind of like a a, a comedian. He's a black community that that promotes community and all this stuff. Then his his he does well in life. He gets his kids set up, and they're like, "No, we don't date no black women." <laughs> like, he doesn't have any control over that. He can't force him to do that. Not when he goes to school. And I'm going to tell you, as a guy that went to a suburban high school, I know some people don't really get it. You know, like, I, again, I always try to tell you, California is different than the rest of the country, especially if you're in the South. You just don't get it. You know what I mean? Your boy, your boy, brother, polite came out here before he before he was in New Jersey. And I'm sorry, when he was in New Jersey and Philadelphia, this brother was saying the black woman is God. He came out here and got turned out mm. by white women. So if Brother Polite couldn't help it, <laughs> all right, if Brother Polite couldn't help it, he was saying the black man is God. I mean, so the black woman is God. Then he came out here and was like, these white, oh my goodness, he couldn't help it. He was looking at all them feet and legs and he was like, Lord, have mercy. he started bowing down. And so a lot of guys don't understand it until you're out here on the West Coast. Like, black people don't be around black people like that. Like, we're everybody's their own entity. There's so, I mean, L.A. is spread out, right? Los Angeles and Orange County, it takes, like, it's not like, you know what I mean? Like, if you come here and you don't have no rental car, you screwed. <laughs> so it's not like you know everybody in these communities and all that. There's vast communities, vast suburbs within the city. And each kind of pocket has their... You know, you go to one pocket, it's majority Latino. You go to one pocket, Garden Grove is majority Thai and Vietnamese and Korean. And, and then you go over here, you go to Watts, majority Black and Latino. You go to San Fernando Valley, it's a big mix. You go above that to Cadeo Valley and Ventura, mostly white. 
with a mix of a, a lot of other affluent people. You go to Orange County, mostly white, then Latino. Latino, Latin. So you can't come, you come out here talking about, I'm going to just date black people and it's 2% black. So uh, you ain't got no chance. I'm going to wait for a black woman here. And you're in Orange County, you're, you're, you're S out of luck. I mean, you got a small selection. Small, super small. You have to be very intentional when you do that. So what happens is, as a person that's went to a suburban high school, I went to a city school, somewhat a city school, then I transferred to a suburban school. Let me tell you what happens. I'm going to tell you what happens. You're going to get out there. I think I went to high school with 18 black people, was in the entire school, and half of them, half of them were mixed. And some of them, most of them came there. That was their first year. They transferred in. There were 18 total people that you can identify as black. All right. Now, well, concluding myself, there were 17. Half of them were girls. The other were boys. So let's just say there were nine black women to pick from. Okay. Now, what happens is when you get there, this is how they do you in California. I just want to let you guys know. When you come to California and you're a black person, they're indifferent to you. Nobody's welcoming you in. The black women don't see you and be like, oh, finally a brother. They don't do that here. What they do is they go, they put their nose up in the air. <laughs> they see you and they go, like you're supposed to run after them and jock them. Like, so if I'm in Orange County and I see a sister, the sister going to go, mm. she ain't going to go, oh, hey, brother, let's sit down and, you know, let's greet each other and let's share stories. They literally turn their nose up at you. And at the same time, you're at school with 90% Beckys and Marias and Veronicas and a couple of Jewish girls and whatnot. And let me tell you what they're doing. Many of them are not turning their nose up at you. They're clamoring after you. They chasing you down the school hallway. They like, come here. <laughs> I showed up to this school. I showed up to this white school in my junior year. Showed up there. There were three redheads lined up. Like, I want that. <laughs> like, they was after me, bro. And I'm sitting there like, first time, I'm like, what is going on? After you. They're putting it out there. Just, they're not being shy about it. They're intentional. He's mine. <laughs> You're like, whoa. They were good to you. They was inviting you. They were letting you drive their car around. They was inviting you home. You get home to them. You walk in, in the door. You sure I can be here? <laughs> oh, come on in. Neighbor seeing you. It's all light outside. You sure? Mom is there. Stay at home, mom. Oh, hi. What's your name? They're like, open up the refrigerator. You want a turkey sandwich? You're like, oh, sure. They making you a sandwich, slicing it up. You're like, <laughs> like should, I, should I eat this? Dad comes home. Oh, hi. Oh, you got a brother, another brother here. He must be new to the school. Hi. <laughs> and you're sitting there going, and then, and then people <laughs> literally have the nerve to sit over there in Alabama somewhere. You like white women. Bruh, when you're here, they putting it on you. <laughs> it ain't no choice. And the sister's walking around like this. Hmm. What do you do? Veronica sitting there cooking you hot tamales. 
She in your kitchen cooking street tacos. What we supposed to do? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm waiting for a good sister around here. You have no choice. The people choosing you, and these aren't the ugly white girls. These are white girls. They, they, they decent ones. Not the snobby ones. There's a little click above that. They ain't choosing on you at all. They won't be caught dead with you. But there's a group under that. They putting it on you. After you. And you're sitting there 11th grade, 12th grade, first year of college, second year of college. And that's who putting it on you. They putting it on you like that. They, and, and so what, what, is, what is a young guy like that? So if you have children, I told my mom, my mom was be like this. Hey, she was like, hey, don't come back home with them white girls. <laughs> and I tried. And I told her, you shouldn't have moved me to the suburbs because I'm not even trying. And they, they lining up. <laughs> They're like, I'll take some of that. All right. And so I'm just letting you guys know a lot of people that aren't in this scene and a lot of people can relate to me. If you live in a city like that, you can relate to exact. If you live in Seattle, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Same thing in Seattle, same thing in Phoenix, same thing in Las Vegas. All right. Them brothers go out there in Summerlin. They out there playing at that Summerlin private school. You know who putting it on them? Kaylee's. Same thing in Dallas, you know, when you, when you, but when you stay West, same thing in Denver or out in the suburbs of Colorado and Littleton and all of that stuff, same thing in Colorado Springs. It's exactly what happens. And you're sitting there and you're supposed to be like, <laughs> you're supposed to be like, no, I'm here dedicated to my sisters. You go talk to the sisters and they going like this. <laughs> you're like, oh. But well, since you're going to make it difficult for me, I'm going to be over here. Same thing in Florida. Same thing in Florida. Same Salt Lake City. Not so much. He says, Black Brothers, you're selling yourself short. <laughs> and so then you got to jump through hoops and hurdles over here in the community. So as a, as a result, what you're getting, the point of the story is, as a result, what you're getting is you're getting... um you're getting the numbers you're seeing in the community. It's dismal. It might be okay where you are, like you're in a place where there's 40% black people, where you see black couples everywhere. Come to, come to the come to Denver, come to Seattle, come to Phoenix. You're not seeing black couples like that. You're not, you're not. If you left where you are, if you're from Philadelphia right now and you're because you normally see black people covered up. Come to the West Coast. You'll see some, but you got to be in the right place for that. You got to be like in Compton Watts, Inglewood, Hawthorne, Artesia. Go outside of that. You got to be somewhere in Rancho Cucamon, but go outside of that. You don't see that. You see everybody mixed up. You see the many people are together, but when it comes to brothers and sisters, they be literally Ladera Heights. Literally, everybody is paired off mostly with somebody else. He says it. Vegas, go to Vegas. You're going to see that. You're not going to see brothers walking around like that all the time. So you'll see some, but you won't. And, and, and celebrities, forget about it. A lot of your black celebrities, they come here. They got everybody. They got everybody, including sisters, but they, they, they got everybody. If they're, if they're in L.A., they got everybody. Trust me. Um, but don't get it missed. Don't get it twisted. Um, 
it's still hard to get. Like it's still a game, but I'm just letting you know for for your kids and you have black kids and you send them to a school out here, don't expect them to be dating black people at the school. They're going to be oftentimes paired off with somebody that's not, you'll be shocked. You'll be like, what? Him? What? Anyway, the point I was making is Communita has some major issues to overcome before that's ever corrected. Anybody thinks I'm, he says sending Umar Johnson out to Cali? And um, yeah, man. Anyway, I could elaborate on that, but that's my point on that. So again, I'll hear some people, sometimes I'll see that, oh, you coach, you like them white girls? I'm like, bruh, you must be in the South. You must be somewhere in Alabama or Philadelphia or Trenton, New Jersey or Rochester, New York. Come out of that hole. <laughs> Come out of that hole. Come so Definitely you go West Coast or Florida. It's another level, bro. It's another level. You ain't even ready for it. You ain't even ready for it. Somebody says, I was in Sacramento over 10 years ago and went out with this girl to a restaurant and we were the only black couple in the restaurant. That's how it be. Yep, 100%. And people are like, it's in, you're in Orange County. and No, go to LA County, same thing. Go to San Diego, same thing. Go to um, Rancho Cucamonga or Riverside County. Yeah, that would be Riverside County. Riverside, same thing. Let me see. Somebody says, Alabama shaves big time. I know, yeah, but it just depends on what. <laughs> yeah, Mississippi, though, for real. Uh, let me see here. Uh, let's see here. River Baker says, I watched all the Patrice O'Neill audios on YouTube, and you were all on point. He talked about how women in other countries act like women. They haven't been sold that dream. They haven't been sold the dream of womenism, right? And so, thus, as a result, they have to um they have to act like women, right? I mean, our women are still convinced. And ladies, I don't know, man. You'll have to really explain this thoroughly. You'll have to really explain this. Men do not overwhelmingly want. You're gonna find some simps that disagree. Not some simps. I'll take it back. You're gonna find some gentlemen that disagree with me. Men are not impressed. If you show up and you say you have the bag, I'm going to just say. got to get my bag and run. <laughs> like if you're like, I got my degree. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. I'm well traveled. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. I have a career. So I could focus on my career. I know these things are important to you. But there's nothing more, there's no greater way to effeminize a man than to present those things as if we care. I mean, you have to have a guy that's either independently wealthy that says, okay, that's nice. Or a guy looking to build with you. But most guys will be like, so what? <laughs> like nobody, Or they won't say, so what? Let's just say. You pulled up, you pulled up in a Mercedes Benz C class, and you thought you were all that because you got a job that you can afford the lease payment. You pull up, 
you think men are impressed by you, but men are not impressed by you. They're just going to be like, what, what the hell is this about? You know what I mean? Like you can't do those overtly displays. And then you jump out high heels, nice pants. Your weave is all tight, bouncing around. You all tightly packed, nipped and tucked. Dude's going to be like, <laughs> nobody's going to be like, wow. Oh my God. Look at her. Look at her. She has her life there. She's really put together there. Mm. Men just be like, <laughs> most men, you know, there's some guy, but like, I'm going to find out how I can get some money from her. Fruitless effort. Most dudes ain't going to be impressed and turn that in. I want to really marry her. She looks like she has it together. Most men will say she high maintenance. That's what most guys will do. Oh, uh, she too high maintenance for me. They'll be like this. Yeah, Somebody said they'd stare Martin Luther Lee. They'd be like this, staring Martin Luther Lee at her. I'm just telling you, I, you know, people and see the thing is, if I say this, it's misogynist. If I say this, I hate women, women in America, you just don't understand men or you're not willing to meet us. You're not willing to meet us where, where are, where, what we, what, what we want, but which is fine. You guys do you, but as a result, our communities are crumbling. As a result, our communities are crumbling. Because you think that that's going to get us. Well, that's going to get you. You know what I mean? But most men are not going to be impressed by that. Now, vice versa. Let me just say vice versa. If a guy jumped out in his suit, he jumped out of his Mercedes C-Class. <laughs> Many women might be like, who is that? Some women will turn their nose up. You know, I do this when I come out with my cars. I have, an, I have nice vehicles, Right. My BMW is a starter vehicle for most people in Southern California, but it is what it is. I have a nice truck. My cars are nice. My presentations are nice. I have a nice uh, R1 Yamaha motorcycle, and I have a Porsche. So, like, most people will look, you know what I mean? And there's always the straggle-daggles that turn their nose up at me. <laughs> They'd be like, mm. he's, he's overcompensating for something. Other women be like, who? So it's a little different when you jump out, when I jump out the vehicle versus when you jump out the vehicle. Many women will say, huh, I wonder who that is. Not many men will see you jump out the Porsche and go, I wonder who that is. People are like, I wonder who her husband is. I wonder how much debt she's in. It's what it is. I don't know. It's hard to explain to them. They'll never think that, though. This is not true. This is not true. You just hate women, and you're misogynist, and you're insecure, and you're bitter, and you're controlling, and you're a narcissist. They just will call you names, and you're just like, okay, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Meanwhile, statistically, they're struggling in the relationship department. Struggling. They got the most single women in the history of the, the universe. In the history of all time, the most the most single, the least married. What do you want me to do? I'm trying to give you a reason why. Maybe you can adapt a little bit, but they don't want to give up. They're like, I don't want to give up my career progress. I'll wait till I'm 30, and then I'll start looking for men to get married to. And that's you. This is what they say. I'll just wait. You got, you know, but, but ladies, 
one more thing and I'll do the rest of the super chats. If you wait to the if you're wait to your 30, meaning in the next four years, you hope to find a guy. Let me give you a bit of advice. If you do that, you're not using male stupidness to to their to your advantage. <laughs> you're not using male stupidness for, for your advantage because men between before the age of 30 are really dumb. <laughs> They're dumb. The big head outranks the little head. I'm sorry, the little head outranks the big head. They make decisions based on the little head. Every decision they make, little head makes the decision. So you can literally string them along, give them, flood them with some sex, and get them whatever you want. And then you're you're dealing with less to deal with. Like you're dealing out cards, you know what I'm saying? You're dealing with less, and you're working with men who've smartened up. Right. So a man by the age of 32, 35, he's smarting the hell up. He actually has something to lose. So when you say you're going to lose half of something by 35, he actually has something that he can lose half of. And when he's 25, he has zero that he can lose half of. So he'll throw that on the line. He'll like half of what? I don't got nothing. He'll get married right on the spot. If you flood him with sex, you'll get what you want. But a guy that's 35, he's probably already been married or probably already been engaged, already divorced, already have a kid. And he has something to lose. And you have less to work with. You have a career, a job you're never going to be seeing. You work 60 hours a week. You got debt. Your your beauty is declining by the moment. You, you I'm like, when, why would you make a trade then? Like, that's literally the dumbest way to go about life. But listen, you do you. <laughs> and then you might have a kid to on, on your hip. You like you got debt. You've been on welfare. You still struggling. You live with roommates. You're mid-30s. Like, what in the world? Like, why would you? That has got to be the dumbest way to navigate, organize your life in the history of that. But listen, you do you. I'm not telling you what to do. But I would say, as a betting man, I wouldn't tell a person to bet that way to save their life. That is a dumb way to find a, a mate. It makes zero sense. But you're like, I'm still sexy. That, that's one part. Of, see, look. Let me just get it right now. Men, when it comes to older men, 35 and up, sexy is only part of the equation that he's measuring the relationship on. Remember, he's already got his heart broken. He might have already been divorced. He already got drug legally. He might have already had been on child support, already got a domestic. He already had experience. So he already knows sexy is only a small part of the equation. But at 25, you'll roll the dice on sexy. You'll throw it all in. But at 35, you're going to look like this. Hmm, sexy is nice, but. And then he's already got freedom. He's already experienced his life. He's already traveled. He's like, why would I met? But you guys do you. You guys do you. I, I can't really talk some sense in you people. But you'll be like, I'll get some dumb simp. Okay. Shout out to River Bacon on the Patrice O'Neill suggestion too. 
And he says, and he says, had to send another super chat. Thanks for the streams. You are a great storyteller. Shout out to Patrice O'Neill. These Krypton, Kryptonian 304s are dangerous. Shout out to Comega says, traveling will definitely free your mind. Yep, once you leave the country two, three, four times, you're a completely different man. And you've seen a different point of view of the world that can never compare to what you're coming back to the United States as. You're going to go, hmm. The world offers a lot more than I thought. <laughs> Ladies, you, you shouldn't let your man turn 26. That should be where you try to get married up. Because you can trick his ass. You let a man get past 26, he ain't coming back. Because then he messed around with a couple of white girls, and then, you know, she didn't suck the life out of him, curled his toes up. Veronica then made him a couple of street tacos. Or he was a white guy. He went over to the Philippines already. He like, oh, hell no, I'm a celebrity over there. White dude ain't never coming back. He done went over to the Philippines and Thailand. He like, he ain't coming back. He's like, what? And then he coming back to you. I expect you to be a perfect gentleman. <laughs> I expect you to text me first in the morning and you must do this and you must do that. Oh, boy. And he's like, I went over there and I told you I'm a star. See the lights. See the car. Flashing lights everywhere we are. <laughs> Thought I told you I'm a star. See the lights. See the car flashing lights. <laughs> he ain't coming back to that. He went to the Dominican Republic and then he seen some black women that look like black women without the attitude. He's like, mm. <laughs> he's like, bro, I ain't never coming back. I'm going to the Dominican. He like, como esta movie bien? He too. Buenas noches, senorita, mamacita. What can you do for me? Donde eres? Donde esta? I took Spanish one. He started learning Spanish. You got these brothers literally learning Spanish, bro. Look on the internet. Y'all got brothers trying to learn Spanish. And you know brothers don't want to learn no language. The hardest thing to do is get a brother. Y'all don't even want to speak English. <laughs> Brothers don't even want to speak English right. And you got them in the books. You got them in Google Translate, sisters. They in here like, uh, yes, uh, mamacita, uh, nosotros, tiempo tienes, como esta, si. <laughs> they study in Spanish, bruh. They don't even perfected English in 20 years. You got them out here like, Mamacita, so glad to meet you, senorita. Y'all sisters would be ashamed of y'all selves. All brothers had to do was learn 2,000 words, and they could have survived in the whole damn United States with you. 2,000 words, minimum. <laughs> Now they got over here, Cerveza. I'm telling you, man, y'all fumbled the bag. Y'all fumbled the bag. It's a damn shame. Brothers know 2,000 words in America. And they over there, they know just as many Spanish words now. It's a shame. Mm. 
That's how bad it is here. All right, let's finish up. One White Pony says, oh, Camster Email says, coaches and lying, this happened to me. Them brothers that always talk about, man, no, man, no sister. I'll never have a sister. Only sisters for me. Come out here. I'll take your ass around here. And then y'all be like, I don't know what to say. I had a black guy say that. I can't remember who it was. He was a he was a guy on Facebook, super duper pro black, right? And he grew up in the in the valley like me. He grew up in the valley. So I knew him. He was in college and I was a college uh, assistant coach. And so he would only, you know, he was a guy, he was always ratting that pro black stuff on on you on fake fake book. And then um then he private messaged me. He was like, Yeah, you know, you know, I'm having trouble finding women, you know, and all of this stuff. He was like, I don't know what it is about you, but it seemed like you're you do well on the other side, you know, with other races of women. He's like, I just don't do well. You know, I was like, you got to let your guard down. And so the reason, basically, privately, he was telling me he would love to do it. He just couldn't relate. He couldn't relate to them as well as he saw me relating. But I'm like, I'm the same way as you. I would show up in Houston, Texas, in the middle of Houston. They drop me off. I'd be like. <laughs> y'all drop me off in Atlanta, Georgia, somewhere. Y'all be like, yo, man, coach, we going to Freaknik. Them girls be twerking it. They be like, back that thing up. I'll be that. <laughs> I'm like, uh, hello. They're like, who is this blame? They look me up and down. Hi, how are you? <laughs> they be like, how am I? What the hell is this? They dropped me off in Baton Rouge. I'll be like. <laughs> but drop my ass off in Seattle. I'm going to be like, I'm home. Here we go. Let's go. Hey, let's go. Mud sharking. Let's go. <laughs> drop me off in Seattle. I'm like, got my game on. We about to run this damn thing, bro. We in Seattle. Hey, here we go, man. Salute. <laughs> oh man, we just messing around, man. <laughs> y'all pajama. The pogs be out. Them pogs be out. Them pogs be coming out. Tattoos on their titties. Two kids, 23 years old. Hey, here I am. Mm. I know exactly what to say. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's crazy like that, man. Y'all dropped me off in Baltimore, though. Uh, hello? Hi, how, how are you? Uh, uh, do you come here often? Uh, I, where am I from? I speak proper. Um, yeah, I'm pronouncing my E's and my R's. Yes, hard R on everything, but except the N-word. Hard art, everything except the N-word. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what you be doing around here. Yo, man, ho. Yo, yo, come over here, shawty. Yo, shawty. <laughs> they dropped me off in Florida. Hey, Jit, get over here, Jit. What's up, little shawty? Why don't you come over here and mess with me right quick, shawty? 
Oh, you gonna send me in the Amalams? Oh man, they ain't like that. Yo, show, yo, yo. <laughs> All right, I'm shuffling now. Let's go ahead and shuffle. We'll shuffle. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you gonna do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! All right. They're just having fun. Come on, man. I know the pro black. That don't be mad. Y'all know I'm right, though. I, I've been in the suburbs too long. They be like, you voted for Trump, didn't you? Damn, how did y'all keep knowing? What? I'm like, yes, did you go to the Biden rally? Oh, uh, yeah, I had my mask on. Oh, it was online? Yeah, I watched it too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, River Bacon, I got you already. One White Pony Fox News did a segment of violence amongst XXs and, of course, XX. The XX psychologist was like, I don't understand. Yes. Mm. Of course. Mr. Nonchalant, no lie, coach. I'm from Philly, and I get the he must not be black XX, or he must not like black XXs. No other XXs just act like they have since. <laughs> Stares Martin Luther Lee. Oh, I get that, too. When I was in Louisiana, when I was in Louisiana, um, we'll stare at Martin Luther. When I was in Louisiana, they would say, oh, you must like light-skinned girls. They was like, oh, you must not date black women. Like, they, you must like light-skinned girls. When I lived in Baton Rouge, and I was like, why? <laughs> but uh, here, they were like, oh, you must don't date no black women here. I'm like, how do you know? Like, how? what gave it away? <laughs> like, what gave it away? I, mean, I just want to know. Like, what, 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 what was it? <laughs> I'm just like, 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 ladies, like, where's the sisters at? What gave it away? What would like what tipped you off? <laughs> oh man, I think my dog is loose in the garage. <laughs> this show gotta end. The proper English, like, ladies, I mean, for real, I. Like, what gave it away? I didn't have my hat cocked to the side. Like, what? <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I was just like, hi, how are you? I'll take, uh, may I take your order? Yes, I'll have the salmon, the blackened salmon, cooked medium. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've got my order strict. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> like, what gave it away? Ladies, what gives it away? Every time I go to the community, they automatically point me out. There he is. There he is right there. Like, they, they don't even let me get set down. They're like, oh, there he is right there. That's the one that he don't like black women. I'm like, I didn't even, like, I didn't even say nothing yet. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But the brothers, the brothers in the hood treat me good. That's what I love about bros. The bros treat me good. The, the sisters automatically be like, they go to Uncle Tom right there. They go Uncle Ruckus. What? Huh? They be trying to jack me up in the, in the bathroom. As soon as I go to the bathroom, I come out. Sisters got bats and guns and knives. There he is right there. They got bandanas and low sunglasses. I'm like, y'all trying to rob me out here for real? Like, what's going on? Mm. <laughs> Kaylee's perfume. I got my pants up. I don't know what it is. Ladies, sisters, are you watching me? Please tell us, please tell the brothers, what is it? 
I don't even show with no woman yet. I'm by myself. I'm just sitting there at the bar. Oh, there he is right there. He ain't from here. He ain't from here. Take his ass out in the back. <laughs> Three big sisters come in, drag me out. I'll be like, what the hell's going on here? They like, we know you ain't here. You ain't from here. Oh, man, sisters, do me a favor, sis. Hey, look, let me serenade you right now. Sister, you been on, on my mind. I tried with the sisters. They just be. It was the Queen's English. It was the old Queen and King's English. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. But, you know, it's written all over my face, apparently. Like, they want me to jump through all kind of hoops and hurdles for them, man. But somebody said, uh, Maryland guy says, what did you say? He says, I noticed a trend of young women that if they don't get, if they do get married, they're not taking their husband's last name. I know at least three different white women who didn't. He says, what has gotten into men today? Gumping. Um, yeah, man, I think that there's guys that's, I mean, that's another obstacle. Um, young Jeezy, young Jeezy's going through this now. So what's happening is he marries the woman. She butters him up. She does something special to him that he wasn't getting from women prior. And so he married her now, young Jeezy sitting around here and the woman wants to, uh, what, is, what did she do here? So this is something that this is a bait and switch tactic. What's Jeezy's wife name? Jeezy's wife. What is her name? He married uh, Jeannie Mai. Jeannie Mai. In the hood, they call her Jeannie Ma. <laughs> Jeannie Mai, baby. All right, so here it is right now. What she wanted to do was do a gender reveal and let the child, this is alleged, she would let the child select their own gender. Right. That was the rumor on the street. And they named I guess they just had the baby here. Uh, looks like a little, a little over two weeks ago. But then there was the thing she was like, uh, let me see here. Uh, she has a daughter here. I guess there was allegedly she wanted to let the child choose their own gender as the child grow up. OK, so that's a bait and switch. I'm sure that they didn't talk about that prior to the pregnancy. That was something she came up with now that he's trapped. And oh, she's saying she has postpartum depression. Oh, man. She's adding that she has postpartum depression. Oh, my goodness. Here it is right here. While being a new mom is the most exhilarating moment I've ever experienced in my life. Nothing prepared me for postpartum. Oh, maybe she's not saying postpartum depression. She's just saying postpartum. All right, I'll take it back. I'll take it back. I was wrong. But she is talking about postpartum. God, boy, he, I'm telling you, man, the bait and switch is going to be real on this one. And so this is what happened. Same thing with the last name. You're going through the dating process. You're going through the courting. Then you match with each other. You're progressing to the engagement. And then down somewhere close to the wedding, it's like you slid a prenup in front of her face. Then she says, oh, you know what? Um, I'm not taking your last name. What? What do you do now? Well, why aren't you taking my last name? Well, you know, I'm a progressive woman and my father's last. It's really her father's last name, but we'll let her ride with it. Uh, Will Smith says in New York City, we have an epidemic of successful, beautiful career women 30 and up being swindled by smooth talking ex felon homosexuals. That's all they're going to have. 
That's all they're going to have left to them. I mean, they're going to have to go that route, but they're going to struggle. They're going to struggle. And uh, the same thing with uh, West End Caleb. Newski says, did you see the community I'm mad at Joe Rogan? Uh, they're worried about everything but getting money. Again, man, I swear to God, people are so... <coughs> people are completely distracted when it comes to these people. Who cares about Joe Rogan? Buy some real estate. I swear to gosh, people worried about stuff like that. Now, if these are young people, I get it. But they're too busy trying to, like, again, when you become successful, people are going to attack you. When you become successful, people are going to come after you. And because nobody was coming after Joe Rogan until he signed a big $200 million deal at Spotify. And ever since he signed that deal, people start coming for his neck. I mean, immediately. The people at Spotify didn't want to deal with him. They were coming for his neck. And so uh, they're going to try to tear him down. That's all that happened. Krell's 10 says, Coach, after you mentioned the sloppy yogurt, I remember that movie from the 90s, I think called The Stuff. I don't know that movie, but uh, the sloppy yogurt, I can't get that out of my mind. I mean, even when I'm with Kaylee's, I'm like, sloppy yogurt. Oh, I can't get that out of my mind. But it's so true. It's so true, man. Some of these clothes, clothes are really built, uh, designed for their bodies. Um, unfortunately, I know people don't like to hear this, but it is, you know, fashion designers design these clothes for their bodies. Uh, the bodies don't be as firm as you, they make them out to look. Have you ever seen that sisters? You know, remember when low rise jeans came out, <laughs> you know what I mean? And they made them built for them iron backsides. And then when sisters and Latinas put them on, they cracks were sitting out. That's what I'm talking about. KM Low hit us with the KM Low. I swear to God, I can't, I can't get it out of my head. That sloppy yogurt thing, I can't get it out of my head. You, you mess me up with that because it's too true. But their bodies are, you know, you guys you feeding them. You guys see them, um, think white girls would be like, oh yeah, but no, it ain't like it. The the clothes are masquerading. It is what it is, you know. Oh man, but that's what happens, you know. Their 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 clothes do them a big old major league justice. It hides a lot of flaws, man. I'm just saying. But yeah, the low rise jeans came out, and they was built for them Beckys, and then them sisters put it on, and they whole crack was out, and they was constantly tugging. They would sit. I was like, them ain't those those weren't for you. Like whoever came up with that design, they designed them for ironing boards. All right, because your your body shape ain't that them not for you. Because you all out the whole damn thing. <laughs> anyway, you built too athletically for that. Then they had to make their own apple bottom. You know what I mean? That made sure they got some coverage. Just like the diets don't work the same. That's kind of how it works. You know, they can't just roll. Sisters like that can't just roll up and express. You can't go up and express and just go buy some clothes. You know, they go buy some work clothes and express. Your body, man, y'all, your booty's way too high on your back. It's so high, you got to reach in your pocket like this, all right? So the Kaylee's body's built where it's a little more droopy down here, and the, and the clothes is lifting it up. And so you putting on clothes, giving you after lift, and you built like Serena Williams? It's going to look funny. You're going to look funny. That's why you need your own clothing designer. Yeah, you need the fat farm and apple bottom fashion over. Yeah, they you need that because they're they need the clothes designed for them. Not they can't go to Kay Kaylee's clothing shop like that. 
Uh, Justin Gonzalez says, have you listened to the Rappers in Love by Westside Connect? They destroyed simps. Is this a new song or is this old? I didn't get into Westside Connect too much. I, I remember those groups before they were in Westside Connect. I, I love Cube and I love WC and the Mad Circle and Low Profile. But when they got together, I really wasn't feeling them. You know, Ice Cube had already did the kids movie and then he run around here game banging. I was like confused. I was like, wait a minute. Two twisted in the middle with the thumb cuffed. <laughs> Throw the West up, two twisted in the middle with the thumb cuffed. I was like, wait a minute. That's too much gang banging. Then I see you in a kid movie. All right, shout out to Cube. All right, yeah, give me that lynch mob stuff. Greg T-Man, by the way, uh, he says, hey, I keep hearing good things about Columbia. That's Columbia with an O. Be careful. Somebody said Janet Jackson just had a baby at 51. Oh, man. I mean, can you see the feminism? Can y'all see what's going on? It's This is not how it's supposed to be. We're playing with God now. The other J says, que pasa mi hermano negro. He says, here's a little lunch money and watch what you eat. Remember, the diets don't work the same for you the same. It don't work for me. And negro is a color or a lack of color in, in Spanish. Don't get mad. When I lived in Hawthorne, you know, I'd be around the Latinos and I would wait for him to hear that negro. I'd be on the bus on the RTD. Who remembers the RTD if you're from Cali? I'd be on the RTD, the rough, tough, and dangerous, or the rough, tough, and dirty. And the little Latina women be coming home, grocery store from the grocery store with all their groceries. And I go on the bus. They'd be like, oh, yeah, we're coming to stop it with that Negro. I'd be like, oh, I know you're talking about me. I know you're talking about me. I take Spanish one, and I heard Negro. <laughs> but it's just a color. It means black. It's, you know. J flow. Yeah, they with that cart. They with that little that clinky ass cart. For real, man. It was back in the day depressing. Growing up in this, I grew up, you know, where I was wasn't poor, but it wasn't rich. It was like it was sub middle class. All right. It was sub middle class. All right. It's actually was very poor minded. Like the people there were very poor minded. Like it. Like, you got to see a whole different world. Like, if you grow up there all your life and you don't know, you think you're doing all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you see the rest of the world and you're like, wait a minute. Was I poor? <laughs> I didn't realize how poor I was. It's a working class neighborhood. Yeah. You know, a lot of the people grew up there back in my day. They were in the government. They grew up in government jobs. You know, they they had all those government uh, and uh, Boeing was there. and. The United States government system. There, there was a lot of that there. A lot of blue-collar working class town. Then we moved out to the valley. This little punk, I, he was new to the alley. Who grew up with some white uh, uh, in the valley? All right, shout out to J Flow. Keep it up. Uh, official Castros, Contras. Official Contras is back in the building. He became a member of the Big Timers. All right, Das Token says Jeezy's wife was definitely a bait and switch. She said black men were side dishes back in the day. Look up the interview on the reel, and she uh, date foreign date foobies or phobies. Um, yeah, I heard her. Uh, I don't think I did a video on that. I did another video on them, but yeah, uh, of course, after she turned 38, 39, and she wanted to rush somebody down the altar, she went to a guy 
who probably hadn't dealt with women like her. Uh, she gonna bait, she bait and switched him. All right, he's gonna. I don't say what. I'm not gonna say he's gonna regret her, marrying her, but he gonna learn. She gonna switch it back up on him. She gonna switch it back up on Jeezy. All right. Um, now that she has her baby, she gonna switch it up on Jeezy. Watch me. Lee Smith says uh, anytime media brings up race equals election cycle. Definitely, man. Um, and I can't stand that Stephen A. Smith. He's going overboard. Hey, what is going on here? Das Token says the BBLs. The BBLs are weak energy. These chicks uh, would definitely delete over a long-term invest. Wait, would possibly delete over a long-term investment vehicle. The chicks will lose every time. These chicks will probably delete over. Or you mean self-delete? I'm not sure there. But yeah, the BBL, like now we, it's going over. I, you know. Can I just get a regular girl? I need a girl who's my all mine. And this is tough in California because they got nose jobs and shooting lip inject. It's hard, man. It's getting hard out here. It's getting really hard. I'm not into the whole thing, man. I'm not into the BBL. Like, I'm not into big butts like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's too much. It, it's, it, it's too much. It don't even look authentic and real. I'm not even in the fake boobs. That's even tired to me. I'm like, just give me an old regular soggy old <laughs> sloppy yogurt, regular old stock factory issue. Somebody don't like just a regular stock factory issue. No limp plumper, no nothing, no extra makeup, no extra sauce on the side, nothing. It's just regular roll right off the stock factory issue. Just a little, put some lip glop on your lip. A little mascara, get rid of them damn eyelashes. I can't do it. That's why That's why I be in Baton Rouge like this. I'd be like, I want to be attracted to you. I think you are female, but I don't know really what. I I mean, you are a woman and all, but uh, by the time I get past the weave and the eyelash, I just be like, I don't want to say I don't like black women, but <laughs> I can't do it. It's too much. I'm like, this stuff be looking like Decepticons out here. I just, just a regular, the eyelashes thing is going overboard. And I hear there's lash businesses. Y'all need to put all of them out of business. You guys are going to look at yourself in 10 years and go. Looking like RuPaul. I'm telling you, ladies, I'm going to just tell you right now. You're going to look at pictures of yourself in 10 years, and you're going to wonder what the hell you were doing with them eyelashes. You're going to literally be like, what was I thinking? And some of these people, they be like this thick, out like this and up. You're going to look. I'm going to show you a picture. I'm going to show you a picture. I know you're going to look at yourself and be embarrassed. In 10 years, you're going to look back. I can't believe I put that on my face like that. Let me show you a picture. Let me show you. Let me show you something. Uh, here's, here, here's, uh, I guess that's kind of not an example. This will be the closest example I can come up with. 
You're going to look at old pictures of yourself on Instagram. And you're going to be like, now, what was I thinking? <laughs> Anybody? They're going to be like, uh, who told me to put that on? I don't care what race you are. You, you guys are going to look at yourself and go, I was really bugging out here. You know, like I was really out here bugging. Like who let me put that on? Why didn't my friends tell me? And this is just not the, I'm talking about, there's Asian, I see all races of women doing this eyelash thing. I'm like, it actually makes me throw up. You know what I mean? It throw up a little bit inside right here. When I see. <laughs> That's what it does to me. Because I imagine like, you know what I'm saying? That eyelash going to get stuck on my pillow or something. And then I'm going to be looking at you with one on, one off. <laughs> it makes it nasty to me. I can't even look at you eating next to me. All right, Esteban Leon says, just showing love, coach. Come up to Brentwood one of these days. Shout out to Brentwood. My man in OJ Simpson territory. All right, shout out to Brentwood. I used to hang out in Brentwood in that area. Das Token says the procedure itself can delete you. Oh, silly. Wow. So uh, this is these chicks will probably delete over a long. Yeah, so you can die over this thing. I'm not trying to die over I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I have a certain taste. You know what I mean? Like, you got to look like you came out of Barnes and Nobles. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of where my territory is. Now, they be freaky, too, so don't get it twisted. You got to investigate them, too. But... When they got the high heels on and they walking all clopping around and then Kool-Aid hair and, you know, rank, I'd just be like, I can't take you nowhere. <laughs> I can't take you nowhere. Like, you can't enroll in my circle. Like, you couldn't come to Mastro's with me. I'd like to take you out to a nice dinner. You would not fit in there. People would be looking at you like. Yeah, Harley Quinn, like, hey, like I would meet you. I'm going to have to look. I'm going to meet you behind the building. I'm going to sneak you in. My security guard knows you're coming. Don't stop. Don't let the neighbor see you. <laughs> it's like you are not to be seen. But that's just me. Um, Obi Trice says their eyelashes are longer than their nose and their long cat claw nails is such a, it's a turnoff. But again, they're not doing it for us. Let them be happy. You know what I mean? Let them be happy. They're happy with themselves. You know, I'm, they're not really happy with themselves. Underneath all of this is a lot of masking of uh, some issues. I really want you to ferret that out. They're not happy with themselves when they do that. And do you know these nails cost like, like 160 bucks? <laughs> $120 to do these nails like that. 120 bucks. And it, and I mean, I mean it's expensive to have this look. This look is not very cheap what she's doing here. 
Is she in her cage? Okay. So there's a lot of stuff that they're rebounding from, and you got to understand you're taking that on, and they're displaying it. I always tell you, animals in nature display how dangerous they are based on the colors that they wear. Right? Animals in nature display how dangerous they are based on the colors that they display. Let me give you an example. This is, I've been saying that for years. So right away, if you came up upon amongst a, a tiger, you know, orange and black, that ain't a good sign. If this cat is orange and black, you in trouble, you know, by the colors that they display. Uh, similar to the uh, praying mantis is going to be green, the black widow right there, the colors that they display on their, bi their body indicates danger all right um another example of that would be a poisonous snake all right uh, uh well they would say in the snake culture not not on this one but red and black venom lack red and yellow will kill a fellow um so if a red if you have the red and yellow pattern on a snake it tends to be poisonous probably has venom or red and black venom lack yellow i'm uh, sorry red and yellow killer but kill um, red and yellow. They had a name for it. Oh, uh, red and black friend of Jack. Red and yellow will kill a fellow. Poisonous dart frogs, coral snakes, right? Most dangerous animal hornets. Yeah, horn. Like if you're sitting there and something buzzed by your ear, you look up and you look. It's black. You were like, that's a fly. You look up and it's brown. It's a yellow jacket. You're like, I'm out. So bright colors, that's what is an indicator. I thought I had, I thought I was sharing the screen, but I wasn't. Uh, bright colors oftentimes is to there to tell you indication that this dangerous. This is a dangerous animal. You see a bird and you see that, you're like, uh-oh. White bear, polar bear. So I often do look at that in nature as well, and I go. What is going on here? This is here to distract me. This here right here is an indicator that there's some problems here. Then you got the tattoo. Like that, we got problems here. Houston, we got problems. So remember that. Always remember that, gentlemen. Animals in nature reveal how dangerous they are based on the colors that they display. You can always identify what type of whale this is. Oh, that is an orca whale, killer whale, based on the colors that they display based on the colors that they display, all right? Green crocodile, you're like, oh, that's not good. So does this apply to men too? Sure, why not? This applies to men, crips and bloods, vice lords and gangster disciples. The crips and bloods, they basically say, this is our danger color, red, blue, purple, green, orange, blue, So anyway, this is a lesson that I always teach young men. Uh, let's see here. Zero fallout. Hey, coach, I think Fresh and Fit got in trouble with YouTube. They got their stream taken down. No, uh, he says now no stream for today. Man, it's getting thick out here. Yeah, Hell's Angels. Hell's Angels wear uh, what they call um, colors. <laughs> they literally call them colors. All right, so. They were like, what colors do you have on? 
And that's on their jacket. They have certain colors on their jacket. So, uh, yeah, I think they call them colors, right? So I don't know, man. I'll investigate what happened over there. Freddie Frappuccino Modern XXs look like the Brat Dolls from the 2000s. Yikes, man. People are going to really be upset with this, but uh, it's on Twitch. They're on Twitch, so we'll figure out what's going on. But, yeah, I mean, uh, the Bratz Dolls were a thing. Parents didn't want to give their kids Brat Dolls. And they'll be like, they're going to turn into them. Uh, little did we know, they, they were right. Lee Smith says, Kanye is an example of black men's thinking that marrying non-black women will save them from the marriage will in the family court. Jeezy is next. And I always tell you guys, yes, I have a preference, but I'm not one of the guys that will say these women are better than these women. I did an entire stream breaking this down. You're dangerous. You're susceptible no matter what. No matter, I, it, it, There's no safe zone. No flex zone. No flex zone. They know better. They know better. See, I know the new stuff too. Um, yeah, guys, black guys, I'm letting y'all know, you know, we're trying to find strategies and trying to save yourself. Don't think one is better than the other. You're just going to get treatment for a little while longer, better than the other one. There's still going to be games played against you. So, um, be careful. All right. OB Trice says, law coach, let's not forget about the colored hair weaves. Now BWs are wearing blonde weaves and that's supposed to be sexy to men. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I have a real question to ask. I'm, ladies. I, you know, if I'm, if they're wanting men to do things, I have to ask: Are you considering what they like? Are you considering what men like? Because this, because this is what you'll get. All right, because this, this is what you'll get. This is the type of response you get back right here. Uh, right okay, here. Biggest turnoffs. Biggest turnoffs. Attitude. Um, what kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you're sitting there complaining about everything, okay. you know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like black girls? Of course. And I'm just like, bitchy me, attitude me, complain a lot, me. I guess I'm not his type. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, they're like, I don't care what you like. You'll like what we give you. You'll you'll like what 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 is that that phrase from Caddyshack? You'll like it and be happy. I can't remember what it was. You'll take it and like it. All right, that's basically what they're doing. And I'm like, man, that's really not gonna go over well. You're giving men no choice but to run from you. I mean, you're literally giving them no choice but to leave. I'll, I'll wear what we want to wear. I'll do what we want to do. And then they'll say catch 22. Well, y'all talk about us now, our natural hair. Then y'all complain that we wear a weave. Oh, God. Communitas in trouble. I tell you, man, I don't know what to tell you, but good luck. I, I'm not in it. I'm not trying to save it at all. I think there's going to be problems that you'll never recover from. I mean, something's really going to have to change there. Men and women, men and women, honestly. But that's the, 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 the uh, I can't talk about it. People are going to get offended. Das Token says Kanye didn't marry quality. He tried to save her and she didn't want to be saved. The writing was on the wall. Hashtag SYSBM. Uh, yeah, he thought that. I don't know how he thought that was going to work out. And he put, four, she she sat around uh, and, and and let him put four kids or three kids in her. That was going to be disastrous. I mean, come on. It is what it is. I mean, he should have saw that coming. 
He says the community top will be obsolete. Men are leaving and fleeing, man. That's going to be tough. I, You know, for the brothers, I feel bad for you. I feel bad for you that really want to save the community. I know that there's a conversation going on in the black manosphere, which I'm not a part of. I, I, I'm by myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? I Nobody's ever associated me with them either. But they're going back and forth against the Pookie and the Ray Ray versus the educated lame again. Again, we're back here again. I mean, you're literally back here. There, There's no hope, man. There is no hope. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Y'all literally arguing about football black coaches. I mean, what what do y'all what do y'all want? What do y'all want from me? I'm trying to help. I tried to help, but I can't, man. I would really love to see because you know I feel bad for my black mama. <laughs> I feel bad for my black mama. And I'm like, you know, I got cousins. I got black women in my family, and I be looking at them. I got black sisters. And they all single, but one. I'm not putting my business out in these streets. But none of them got no man. Then I look at my black female cousins. None of them got no man. Then I look at my aunts. None of them got no man. They all, they, they all single. Like 90% of them be single, bruh. So I'm just using just my family. I'm not trying to throw them out in the street. I'm just saying, when I look when I look at, and then let me just give y'all another bit of information here. And I'm not trying to throw my family under the bus. Then I look like, then I look at what the men are doing. I look at what the men are doing. And the men, if they got married, they married non-black women in my family. Like, not just white women. They have, like, Latino women and if they did cross the marital line and some of them divorced from those women. So if they did get married or did have a baby, the men on my side, on a certain side of my family, they married non-black. So I'm looking at even my cohort in front of me and I'm going, okay, 90% of the adult females are single and or divorced. The percentage of men in my family married non-black. It don't matter what part of the country they were in. They're married non-black. Then the older women in my family are majority single. Like, and I'm sure you could take that story and duplicate that across the board, across the country. It's bad. We're, you're in this, if that's what the standard operating procedure is for the most of the community that it can't be good that can't be good and i'm not the only one that has that i'm sure you can look in your family the majority of your aunts the majority of your aunts the majority of your female side in the community are single age 30 and up they're single no mate and no, not even a hint of a long-term mate. Not even a hint. Somebody says this is a planned, predestined event. I mean, I can't disagree. You know, as much as I'd be like, I, I would want to disagree against the, you know, it's the, the man. And 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 what I what I'm saying is this: yes, they're picking on the they're picking on the weak link in the. <laughs> I mean, it's the weak, 
they're they're going these people are the most able to be manipulated and and by choice decided to go along with this by choice cuz overwhelmingly you'll hear cuz you'll hear that it was predestined they want us to be that way cuz there's a lot of black people that, oh they wanted it to be like that they want us like that okay i agree with that they want but you didn't have to do it you you did it though <laughs> you know what i mean you literally fell for it and then when you hear people arguing go on kevin sand channel you guys are arguing points that i'm like y'all could choose to not follow this agenda you know but you're so sold on it that everybody on both sides feel like they're gonna lose something what you're gonna lose is everything because the women don't want to give up their little careers and their jobs with the corporation and their bed winching. The men don't want to give up on ass and uh, they don't want to give up their single life. The women don't want to give up the kids and y'all out here fighting, holding on to scraps. And in the middle of that, you're about to lose the whole damn shebang. It's a terrible sight to see. You literally just watch it from, I'm watching from the outside looking in going, boy. You guys fell for that hook, line, and seeker. And every week, I hear a new one. $850 to these people, $1,000 to these people, uh, Goldman Sachs this, and we getting that. Oh, I'm like. And guess what's happening? Y'all refuse to even bring this up for discussion. Y'all still talking about save the community and y'all won't even bring up that y'all getting hoodwinked and bamboozled. Why don't y'all just admit y'all getting hoodwinked and bamboozled? Uh, that would be the first step. And actually unite against the hoodwinking and bamboozled. Y'all would have to walk off the plant. Y'all would literally have to walk away from the corporations, walk away from every social service. Y'all would have to walk away from every free lunch, every free daycare, every bus system every busing program to the suburbs and out of your city, you would have to literally walk away. Brothers, you would have to walk away from your white women and walk away from your Latinos. You would have to return home. Brothers would have to stop standing on the corner, slinging rocks and smoking weed. You literally have to get on one accord. It ain't never going to happen. <laughs> so y'all can't give up the little bit of crumbs y'all got. Can't give it up. Somebody said, not the Latina See, That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, he says, I can't do it, coach. I ain't want to get, see, we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Malcolm X, they walked in the door. Hey, and that, and so at that point, it's a wrap. Forget about it, man. It's You can't walk away from your $850. Y'all running down there so y'all can buy eyelashes and wheat. It's over. Uh, that's the, and your your leaders are all monetized and bought. And y'all leaders don't even, the, the leaders y'all have, hey, white folks always scared about, oh, that damn, what's that fat dude name? Oh, what's his name? What's that Reverend Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton? Y'all always worried about them. Black people don't listen to them. <laughs> all right, they show up, brothers, like, oh. Anyway, Das Token says, I don't deal with KS because he's not being truthful about his statistics. 40% of BMs are marrying out. Black men are marrying out per Pew Research study. No shade. Somebody said it was less than that. I don't know what the statistic is. 
All right, but uh, yeah, it's it's doom. Yeah, he's skinny now. It, it's doom and gloom over there. I don't know, man. Maybe somebody will help it. And anybody else that tries to help it, they end up pimping out and, and taking money. We're going to fundraise. I'm going to start a school, the Shabazz X school. 18 years later, ain't built the damn school. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? Like, the school is not the problem. You know what I mean? Like, y'all are literally avoiding the problem. Let me get down to the, the topic. There's one thing you can do and cure. If you don't cure this, it's a wrap. And I've always said this. I don't want to go into any conversation about this. There's one thing and one thing only that you can do. I don't want to hear nothing else. There's nothing else is the solution. You need the cure, the solution to single momism, period. And I'm not pointing the blame to the moms. I'm not pointing the blame to the dads until we eradicate, or not we, until you, <laughs> until you eradicate that, there's nothing else going to move the needle. Somebody just said it, Desert Brew Crew. Nothing else moves the needle other than that right there. There's no other discussion to be had. I ain't discussing nothing else. I ain't discussing police brutality. I ain't discussing gang, gang violence. I'm not discussing the man. I'm not discussing about. And guess what? The pro-blacks won't do it. They won't do it because then they got to call out the women. And then the women going to say, well, it's the men that's leaving. And then you just have a circular argument back into nowhere. <laughs> Until you cure that, there ain't nothing that's going to happen. You can't move the needle. Because then it's all, well, the simps need to marry the moms and clean up the. I'm out. Sympathy M says, can't watch KS anymore. Shout out to KS. He says he is clearly out of touch. Anyone pushing marriage with these women is in bad faith. Marriage today is an unconscionable contract. And that's, quote, Rolo Tomasi. Shout out to Rolo, too. We'll always has some negative things to say about me, but it's okay. <laughs> We're not in competition, Rolo. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not competing, but like, I'd never really think about you in terms of anything, but he always talking about me. I'm like, who? Like, are you mad because my book comes up suggested next to your book? Like, what is going on here? I never really think about him. All right. But, you know, he likes to talk about me. But we're not in competition. I'm not in competition to anybody with these content creators. I don't be thinking about y'all for real. Like, I definitely don't literally be watching none of y'all. Like, like, some dudes I watch, I don't be watching most of y'all like i like who i like but i'm pretty busy guy so i ain't got time to see what this person's saying you know what i mean i'm like what i don't even understand y'all philosophy at the time but you know they like to talk about me it is what it is that tells you man i'm the man around here yo hey But, hey, man, everybody do what you do. Content creators, stop focusing on other content creators and stop being jealous out here. You know, we all out here jealous of Kevin. Kevin, I always want to call him Kevin Sullivan. You know, that's my wrestling days. It's Kevin Samuels, all right? Stop being jealous of Kevin. You know, he is who he is. He did what he did. He got on his grind, and he hit a big wave. It's all good. I don't care. I'm not, I don't, I'm not mad at the dude. I'm not mad at Fresh and Fit. Do, do what y'all do out here. Get it while you can and get your message out. But there's guys always running around here mad at the other guy and trying to take the other guy down and all that stuff. I can disagree with you without having to take you down and call you fraudulent. There's no need for all that. 
I'm not here for beef. And I said that from the first time I started these channels. I don't need none of y'all content creators. I don't need none of y'all. All right. So I don't need y'all to boost my st stuff. And have you guys noticed? I don't never make videos of these people. I don't never put and tag their name in the video and put it all in the highlights. Now, if you do that as a content creator, more power to you. But I don't need y'all to uh, uplift my message. I don't need none of y'all. <laughs> I'm cool with y'all, but I don't need none of y'all. All right. Shit, I ain't going to need you to put you in my title. <laughs> but y'all steadily be using stuff my stuff. It's all good. I ain't got no beef. But dudes out here literally riding a wave on somebody else's coattail, man. There's some non-masculine ass shit here. All right, I won't talk about it. I, I'm not going to talk about it. But that's to me. That's to me. Hey, look, if you want to get your bag, get your bag. Got to get my bag. Get your bag. <laughs> but I ain't going to ride on nobody's Johnson. I ain't no Johnson ass riding ass dude. I'm I'm me. I'm 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 man enough. You know what I mean? If it means I lose out on a couple of AdSense dollars, then it means I lose out on AdSense dollars. All right, but I ain't riding no another dude's Johnson. You will never see me riding no another dude's Johnson. <laughs> this is what happens when I don't have a longer subject. Then I start talking. All right, anyway, Brisk Clown says, but Coach, she thick. Ever since I made my seeking profile, I've been getting a lot of love from Venezuela. Be careful, though. He says, who know? He says, who keeps making that NWA noise? Which one? The slurping? I was told, I was told I'm supposed to like so-called black women only. Mm. No. Be careful with them Venezuela profiles. But uh, anyway. Yeah, I put on my profiles. I always put on my profiles, any dating profile. I have a type. It's probably not what you think. Uh, no shade that I don't like you. I always let people know I have a type. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, das Token says, no shade to KS. Uh, I don't play about my stats. We're trying to save be black men. He says, if they make bad choices uh, based on false numbers, that hurts, not helps men. So, yeah, he's trying to save black men and let them wake up. All right, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. And back to them Johnson riding ass content creators. <laughs> like, they really literally, like, look, the only way they literally made a name for themselves is riding Johnson, right? Mm. I can't respect that. Okay, I said I wasn't going to diss anybody. <laughs> like, you, you was nobody. I was smoking you. You rode Johnson. And then you got numbers. I don't know what. Mm. <laughs> now they mad at me. They're going to send out beef videos on me. I'm like, are we here talking about men? All right, stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. We want manly stuff to do. <laughs> I'm just okay. Jock riding in. We used to call them. We used to call them jock sniffers. Back when we was coaching, we used to call them jock sniffers. Oh, they, they are jock sniffer. Like, they always like to hang out with athletes. There's some jock sniffing around here, man. And they need to be called out. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Nobody's watching the end of this show, though. It's true. I mean, I, I can't tan those jock sniffing dude. I haven't made one Kevin Samuels video. One. I haven't. I made zero. But look, man, everybody got to do what they want to do. Groupy ass all right, I'm not trying to be beefing. I'm not beefing. I said I'm not beefing. I'm just letting y'all know. I, I want you I want you to realize when you see real, recognize real. 
uh, I'm not a, I'm a made man all by myself. You know what I'm saying? Nobody made me and nobody can claim me in this sphere. Nobody, nobody can say they put me on not one, but y'all running around here. I got put on by them. I got put on. Okay. Somebody says Rolo has given you credit on his shows before. I don't have beef with Rolo. Only time they I hear stuff is when they say he oh he says something negative about you. So it, it is what it is. <laughs> I made myself. I always make myself in this world. I'm a self-made man. All right, no, anyway. Let that be a lesson to you guys. Let that be a lesson to you guys for real, man. I want you guys to build yourself on your own platform on your own back. That's how I have I've done my whole channel on that. I didn't do any collabs until I was at 70K subs. Dudes was out here mad that I never even contacted them. You should have contacted me on my show. I don't need to contact you. I don't need you. <laughs> I don't need none of y'all. So anyway. Somebody says somebody else have you a shout out as well on his recent video but anyway it is what it is <laughs> sigma the prince says when at my public sector and as a black man he says we don't have a decent pool of women to choose from i'm looking at long back mexican honeys now that's tough i don't know what you do man i don't know what it is i don't know what you it, if you're a black guy and you wanted black women what do you do I don't know what you do, man. I'm really stuck on it. I would really love the sisters to be with some black men they want, but it's tough. Like, you guys aren't sisters, to be honest. You're not really giving men an option. You're not, you're not giving men a good option at all as, as a general proposition. Maybe if you're in somewhere in Mississippi or something, but if, if you're out there TikToking, I, I say, ladies, you do what you do. But if you wanted black men, I would say give a better option. Y'all not giving good options at all. And they may think the same about black men, so I, I get it. But um, you have no authority over black men at all. And, black men, and, and, and white women are doing the same thing to white men. I would love to talk, touch on that, too, if we had some time. Um, white men are running out here going, what do we do? You know, 51% of women are, white women are liberal. You know, the white liberal, man which is a weak position, you know, it's a weak position to be in uh, politically and economically and socially, you know, they have white guilt and they all want to eradicate the white genetics. I'm like, there ain't that much white people anyway. What are y'all talking about? There ain't that many of you in the world anyway. What are y'all? America really are delusional. America's delusional. All right, y'all really think white people like are everywhere in the world and they're not like leave America. You're going to find out how few of them there actually are. The only place you're going to run into them is America and Europe and Canada and Australia. Everywhere else, they ain't there. <laughs> they're everywhere. And so you guys are really under this slave chain mindset that they're everywhere. They're not. Land in Asia and find one. You ain't going to find one. It's hard to find one. Land in India. Land in anywhere in so-called Africa. Land in anywhere in the Caribbean. Land in anywhere in South America. Land in anywhere like they ain't there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just relax. 
they not that they they, they they got a hold on you, man. Like they, they got a hold on you and your mindset. There's not a lot of them, though. Just chill. <laughs> but they here in America. <sighs> Go to Ireland. Yeah, Ireland and United Kingdom, they're there, but the rest of the world not really there. You guys totally westernizing, psyching yourself out. Oh, last thing I'll talk about it. White people ain't thinking about y'all. So I'm going to just let y'all know right now. White people do not think about y'all as much as y'all think about them. Then that goes to any race of people. Like they literally the barbarians of the world. Like in, in our generation, in our culture, in our time, they literally the, uh, the barbarians, they took over just about everywhere on the map, on the, on the globe. And uh, I don't know if you know, they typically ain't thinking about y'all. Y'all literally be thinking about them all the time. And they have no zero thoughts of your ass until you show up where they at. <laughs> now you show up where they at, they might think about your ass for about 10 seconds. And then they go back to doing what they're doing. But people don't realize that. Y'all think they sitting around thinking about y'all. How do we keep them out? They're thinking about keeping everybody out. They only want stuff for them. They keep white people out. <laughs> they keep other white people out from their neighborhood. Like if like they have such thing called the trailer park trash. They have a such thing called trailer park trash, meaning this class of white people can't come to their thing. So you think it's about you being black? No, it's you being low class that they're trying to keep out. They don't want low class. You know, I wish people understood that, but you don't. Like I had entree in because I was in the right circle, right? But if you're if nobody knew me and I showed up in some of the private sectors that I've been in, they would have kicked me out. But other people can vouch for me. Uh it's classism. And if you low class, you're out. <laughs> so that's what it is. Now it don't help that you're a different race and low class. This is what we do, man. Shout out to somebody there saying Rolo, people sticking up for Rolo, all good. I don't want beef with nobody. I really don't wish nobody talk about me. Don't make no videos about me. I just want to come on and do my videos and be done. So when people understand that, I've seen like, you know what I mean? I've seen like, like I've been in private exclusive communities and I've seen white people fighting each other, like not duking it out, but arguing and telling them they low class. Like I've seen it and I'm like, oh, you, I thought it was about me. And they in there want me to defend them. <laughs> I'm like, oh. You guys got to understand, man. I wish you would think about this for, for real and low. Know that it's a class thing more than it is anything. Anyway, this thing is going too long. Uh, Brisk Clown says, my apology. I meant to write, make the NWO noise. All right. Obi Trice says, Coach Peeps uh, starts drama. Coach Peep start drama and chaos just start a YouTube channel for views. Um, oh, oh, I see what you mean. I see. Oh, they'll start a YouTube channel for views, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a view oriented game. And so if you want to get put on, you gotta you gotta somehow start making videos about other people. Now I know we discuss things, but uh like every time somebody's show goes off, then I see people making videos. This person said, like, you know. I'm not going to do that.
I'm not going to do that. Half the time, I don't even watch the show to even do a recap of what's going on. But to each their own. I think you'll be remembered by that. Uh, it is what it is. Um, all of my content is almost, almost all original. You know, it's not a reaction show. Sometimes I show a video here and there. It's all original thoughts, original philosophy. I think that's what seg separates me for, for what it is. Then I'm able to do it live stream way, you know? It's not the best way to build an audience on YouTube, to be truthful. Live streams is a horrible way to build an audience. Um, It's a great way to get revenue. It's a great way to get uh, build a faithful, loyal audience. But them little 10-minute videos, you'll get people, you'll get ham and eggers and knuckle draggers to watch that. And basically, you don't have an original thought said on there. You're just reacting to what people are saying. Yeah, knuckle draggers will watch that. And ham and eggers and mouth breathers will watch that for 10 minutes. And they'll doze off eight minutes into the video. And then they'll click, 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 click. And then they'll run up on my videos. Two and a half hours. Hell no. <laughs> All right. But then the majority of my show is original thought, original philosophy, this, that, this, that. Yeah, you can build a loyal, faithful audience that way. Uh, I, I love to help YouTubers right here. And you know what I mean? I'm trying to tell you what's what. You'll be a household name. So people remember me as a name. They'll go to your channel and they can't even remember who the hell you were. You were just a dude talking about something. And then you'll never get talked like, like, like this. Nobody will ever invite your ass to speak anywhere. See, I get invited to speak places, right? Shout out to this studio right here. Like, I, because I'm a, I, I have a name, I have a philosophy. So I'm invited to speak here, do interviews here, because they know Coach Greg Adams. Uh, but you, you, you are a dude talking about Kevin Samuels, <laughs> right? So that's that's to, that's simply what happened. I'm trying to, I'm not trying to diss. I'm trying to help. But people can help me too. People can help me too. So I'm not above. I don't have it perfected. I don't have it perfected, but people can spend 10 minutes on your channel and be done with you. People got a real come in here and invest. And I love it like this because I don't want people to get this philosophy in a 10 minute gulp. I want your ass to invest the time. And if you don't want to invest the time, you don't get the information. The hell with you, right? <laughs> That's how I look at it. The numbers mean nothing to me. The information that people get to the loyal, the loyal people getting this information and changing their lives, that means everything to me. All right, so check out 21 Studios. Put this out. He just put that today. One of my speeches on there. This is a lifestyle group over here. This is not everybody's invited to get the quick information. Invest. And I want men to invest. You got to invest in yourself. If you're going to think you're going to become rich and wealthy by doing 10-minute videos here and there and getting all the secrets, you're going to be out of luck. All you're going to do is get reaction video or dumb TikTok broads. That's all you're going to get. <laughs> That's all you're going to get. And I wish... I wish everybody the best in this thing. All right. But you like angry. You want you want people to have a free agent lifestyle. People know what that is. You know what I mean? Coach Greg Adam, people know what that is. They don't know who you are. You just a dude. Oh, I hit subscribe. Oh, I see that dude put a video out. What's that dude's name? Krell's last two. Krell says, Coach, with modern XX's cho choosing. The seed from gangbangers, scammers, felons, the future men will be disastrous. The good, hardworking, responsible men seed will be extinct. Not if you develop a plan. All right. Not if you develop a plan. Men can work their way out of this. I suggest stop messing with 
feminist. I've been telling you, stop procreating with them, but you guys keep making deals with them, Jeezy. Young Jeezy, you guys keep getting into deals with them, and then you get hoodwinked. So there's a way you can pass your seat on, but you got to be really selective, uh, be willing to do things uh, unconventionally. It's got to be that way. Das Token says it's mostly keep them po ninjas out there for real. So you think they don't want you? No, they don't want the type you represent. That's all it is. I mean, let me tell you something. You know, people have pride. I don't want to sell out and I'd rather not sell out. I'd rather get the hell out. All right. You got too much pride. For real, you got too much pride. Look, you want to get the bag? You got to get my bag. Do you want to make it in this world? Or are you going to constantly fight all the time? You fighting it. I want to keep all my blackness. I want to keep all my authentic. I want to be out here with the... And I'm like... <laughs> Yo, it is what it is. I'm trying to help you young men. You young men, I'm going to tell you, I used to be a pro-black. You young brothers, I used to be a pro-black. I used to have my, I didn't have a daishiki, but I had my African medallion and I had my Malcolm X hat and my cross-color jeans. I used to run out there and find t-shirts to wear to bug the shit out of white people. And and um, I mean, like, white people going to read this shirt and they going to know I mean business. And, and you think that's going to help. Like, I literally thought that was going to make a difference. I thought they were going to read the shirt and they were going to go, oh, my God. No, man, we've been oppressing these poor people. It made no difference as hell. No, like it made them, it just pissed them off. It just triggered them. You know what I mean? It, no, it made them, it didn't make them see the light. For real. It didn't make them see the light. It didn't make them go, all right, yeah, we need to do better by these people. They just looked at it and said, look at this idiot. And they went into their jobs. It <laughs> was like, had other important stuff to worry about. I suggest you do the same. You can cry. You can be a crier. But I'm going to tell you, crying as a man will get you nowhere. Nobody cares about you. Listen to these motivational speakers. Nobody cares about you in this world. Nobody's going to coddle you. No one's going to pat your back. Oh, okay, all right. We're going to recover all the the horrible things we've done. They're going to do that for about five seconds. And then they'll go back to doing what they were thinking about doing the rest of the day. I got stuff to do all day. I don't have time to stop what I'm doing to coddle somebody. Not even my own kids. They know this. They know I don't got time to coddle you. Oh, I'm like, man, let's nip this ish in the bud and move on to the next thing. I got 15 other things going on, and this is getting in my way. Handle the shit and move on. Handle the shit and move on. But y'all like, well, they don't hire enough black football coaches. Who cares about the coach? I don't even look at who, what the coach is doing. I'm at the game. I don't even look. I've never been to a game and stopped and looked at the coach. <laughs> Have you ever been to a football game and you was like, where's the coach? Not once. So I don't care. <laughs> I don't care who the hell the coach. Who cares, man? But look, man, put the damn team on the play. Let's send the tickets. Did we score? Hey, touchdown. Hey, hey, let's go. That's what I be doing at the football game. And let this be known. When was the last time you bought a football ticket? If you complained about coaches, when was the last time you was at a football game? Period. Mm. I bet you ain't bought no ticket. (laughs) People be complaining, don't even show up to the arena. 
buy some tickets first. Then you might be able to have something to say when you fill out the questionnaire at the end of the day. Season ticket holders, what y'all got to say? Hire a black coach next time. They might read that. But you're consuming your attention on all of that stuff that is useless information to you. It means nothing in your life. Move on. Let them handle that. And most of these people are crybabies anyway. Shout out to uh, Dost. Oh, we got uh, tuition from Insomniac 101. I'm a little cold-blooded out here. Yeah, I'm a little cold-blooded. I'm like, because I don't have time for this minuscule stuff. I'm like this. I, I want to move on. Although I do long-ass live streams. But when it comes to issues like that, I'm like, can we, how fast can we accomplish? Can, can we deal with this quickly? No, you still a crybaby. You sucking your thumb. Y'all handle that. I will drop it. I will step right over you. I'll Nick Saban your ass. Remember when Nick Saban, that dude passed out his football player and he recorded, he just stepped over him. That's how I'll be doing. I'm like, man, this is y'all. Y'all want too much attention on something that ain't going to matter in the next 15 years. Can we move on with this? I, I'm really tired of just picky people picking. Right. Let's get out of here, brothers. This is why we do long ass live streams. Get this information out. Sorry, man. I'm not taking the time to spill, uh, you know, to wipe up your spill milk, but we need to grow up. And the haters ain't happy right now. There's a content creator right now that watches me religiously that loves to talk about me. You probably looking at me like this. Shout out to the and I never I'm not subscribed to your channel, by the way. Uh shout out to the coach gang. And we out of here.